I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. We have a, a recap of a not-so-great pay-per-view, but a couple good moments, and the main event was better than I think most thought would be. And then, actually, a uh, couple good fights um, this weekend. I would say the card's pretty bad, but there's some, some good spots this weekend uh, versus last weekend. I found it to be a bit more difficult. But, uh, Nushan, how are you doing? Very good. We, uh, we're figuring out consensus in Munich, and we actually have options this week. Usually... Uh, <laughs> It's a fucking battle, but uh, we seem to like uh, a lot of the same things, which is kind of lame because then there won't be disagreement. But I'm sure we'll uh, we'll figure something to disagree on in, on this card. Yeah, last week um, it took me and Brad like 20 minutes of arguing, and we picked uh, Munich, and it was both of ours, one of our smallest plays on the card because we neither of us like I was going to throw like just a, a prop sub bet on. Um, on Simone by sub and Brad was going to throw some random small prop bet on uh, Boom Boom Kelsey. by sub. So we were like, I guess that's our only agreement. So let's take doesn't go. <laughs> and even then though I bet it to go to, neither uh, of us like it. Simon so win I, by decision. And of course yeah. that's, what that's absolutely what was going to happen all happen. along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what can you do? I, I, I did save myself a little bit on that card with that Marquez uh, last second sub. So that was, that was nice. Yeah. Brad, how you doing? Yeah. yeah, I'm. I was sad. I was sad about the the bad Munich last week, but then I came upstairs to record, and you see that trophy up there. Uh, <laughs> that's from that's from when I beat Fat Marley in the pick uh, contest for for odds breaker. So that always cheers me up because he he tries to do this as a living. So that life's tough, man. It's real <laughs> tough. Um, there was some he's guy t- today. He's telling like one bet a card, and sometimes he doesn't even have a bet. He's a basically card. quit, but hasn't told anybody. He's quit. He's just trying yeah. to not, not bleed to... his fucking yeah. inflated record. That's all yeah. he's trying to do. You got to go through current customers. So he's got to like accidentally win an event or two, so people's contracts will expire or whatever. Yeah. They won't keep it yep. free bet. <laughs> yep. Good call, good so, call. And then I, there was a couple funny MMA tout gambling moments this week. Uh, there was one today, this. I don't know this guy. Someone retweeted a lucrative MMA. I, I don't. I don't know. Like Ooh, very typical name. That sounds um, lucrative. I, I think that's. <laughs> and he, he he tweeted this morning, like early. Someone retweeted it, like getting ready to lock down for nine hours of tape study, which I then retweeted. Is this the best tweet of all time? <laughs> and, no way! Somebody uh, actually tweeted oh, that. Oh yeah. And then, he had like He's a professional had, sports gambler. He had like a handful of likes, <laughs> and people were tweeting him. I had more likes on my. <laughs> is this the best tweet ever? He completely doesn't understand. Also liked the tweet <laughs> me making fun of him. So wow. that's just moments in in MMA Twitter. And I'd say my my other favorite one is uh, our good buddy James Lynch, one of only a few MMA media members between him and Aaron that that I'd say we actually like. Um, he tweeted, any fighters or managers out there have any ideas for some good sponsors that would be good for me to reach out to? 
And then our boy, I think it was, I think it was rock star, our boy Z, the, 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 the Nazi, Nazi, Nazi feller. Uh, he said, I think you should, I think a lot of people would answer best fight bro, our best fight picks. So Jesus when I'm looking Christ. for something, I'm looking for a Snickers bar, uh, for my, for my work. So I will, yeah. give, I will give you $25. If you let me put my logo on your shit. Dude, like just oh. the end of the Twitter moments. You think he made that logo himself in Photoshop? Yes. I don't know. He's got talent. He's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's, the ticket, he's man. Good. He's got a long the, history. The, the public circle jerk that these guys do on like a weekly basis. Like there is literally nothing worse than it. Like an hour after fights, if these dudes win a little money, they just, they're all just spitting on their hands, jerking each other off. It, it's, it's unfucking believable, <laughs> man. Like get a life. Like seriously. The the self awareness is negative in yeah. the MMA Twitter touts. I mean, it's, it's... Like, <laughs> you got a guy who actually does this professionally, and James Lynch reaching out to talk to sponsors, and someone mentions a guy who lives in his parents' basement with dirty bags of water. Um, <laughs> as, as someone someone who literally is so poor. Can- that they we all... Photoshop fake UFC tickets to try to uh, sneak into the section of people that actually have jobs and that have money to pay for their tickets. <laughs> the, we always go back to the bag water. I, I don't even think that was the worst part of that shit. This man had loose. Wrap. No, he had oh. loose soil on his bathroom sink. Loose dirt. Where the fuck <laughs> does that home. even come from? He, he gets home <laughs> from his work at, at Buffalo Wild Wings and, and stomps his feet <laughs> on the sink. Oh, my God. The yeah, part is there were two things other than the bag water that we could have gone to as a worse thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, saran I, wrap on the, on the wine. wine bottle. But, well, I don't like we we talk about it a lot, but the thing that always makes me laugh the most, and it'll never stop me stop laughing, is, is the tape study part. Not only that they do it, like if they want to do it, I understand if you want to watch some old fights of a guy you've never heard of or never seen, like fine, whatever. Watching fights you fought fifteen times and watching their old fights that you just watched is hilarious. But the best part about it is the fact that they call it tape study. That has to be the the only one I could the only people that I can ever think of that would ever say that are like offensive coordinators, some kind of coaching staff. Imagine like uh, let, let's let's take football, right? Let's take a professional football gambler. Imagine if a football gambler tweeted, "Doing tape study, watching the Browns Week Four game." <laughs> like, look the the only the only people that should truly be doing like in depth fight coaches. tape study. Coaches are directly are, getting paid. Coaches are commentators. That's or, or an, it. <laughs> yeah, like analytic guys, guys that literally make a living breaking down the techno aspects of of fights just yeah. on technique basis. Because sometimes that shit, yeah, that shit has sometimes no bearing on 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 a fight, man. It's all matchups and shit. Like like Lance said, if you've watched a guy six times over the past two years. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck do you need to go look at? Doing? You know who he is. You know what he does. Who's he fighting? What's that guy do? What does he do well? Hmm. I think that's not going to work against this dude. Wiki cap. Bam. Make money. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, I'm thinking of betting, uh, betting Brian Kelleher. I'm going to watch his last 10 fights and he likes to die for guillotines. Yeah. You've, you're you going to watch Brian <laughs> yeah. Kelleher and get his shit pushed in until he catches the guy's neck. Oh shit. I wonder what he's going to yeah. do this fight. Yeah. I better watch these GSP fights. I think he might go for a takedown <laughs> and double leg. He likes the double leg. I just watched some tape 
I saw he likes the double egg and you know he's got a good how many how many hours you gotta put in on fucking uh on black beats to understand what the (laughs) fuck this guy's gonna do in a fight. Imagine (laughs) what a waste of time tape study is on a guy like that. Well, it's on ninety the only time I ever understood watching any type of fights is if a guy you've literally never seen before, maybe making his debut or something like that. But do we have to call it tape study? (laughs) Can't we say, I'm watching some old fights, I haven't seen this guy fight. No, no, no. no. Tape study. Nine fucking hours. You know what that tells me if a guy is spending nine hours doing tape study on a Wednesday? He doesn't have a job. No, he, he ain't got a job. He's a he professional sports gambler. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He's got like 112 followers. I'm sure he's fucking printing money. I mean, I go back to guys that I haven't seen or maybe haven't fought in a couple of years. There's, I watch highlights now. You literally don't yeah. even have to go watch 20 minutes of a dude's fight. You can go to dude's Twitter's account yeah. and fucking see the good parts of their fight, either a finish or them getting finished. That's yeah. all you fucking need. Is this guy good or does he absolutely fucking suck? Yeah. He getting yeah. choked out by some random Russian yeah. number 17. He fucking sucks. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, I think for, I think for you guys, like for you, if you want to go, like, let's say you haven't seen a guy. <laughs> there, there you go. go. That's um, absolutely I would, right. <laughs> I, I would say if you haven't seen a guy fight in a couple of years and you watch a fight, you're not doing it to find an edge. You're like, I like this guy. I want to. I want to. I haven't seen him fight in a few years. Yeah, yeah. you're you're more doing that. I, if I'm doing that, I'm usually doing it to talk myself off of something. Like I think I'm gonna bet this guy. How shitty is he? I go and see. Oh man, he's getting taken out by a fucking you know, Russian yep. random Russian number seventy two. Nope, not betting on that guy. I think there. I think I. I I'm gonna start tweeting during uh like for basketball season. Like just spent. 14 hours watching Indiana Pacers games, ready to place the wager, 20 Kelton units. <laughs> 20 Kelton units. Oh, man, I just pulled up some high school tape of fucking uh, Giannis. <laughs> I think I got an edge on the game he's tonight. He's tall. He's really t- he's got a He's got big oh, length. He's got reach. <laughs> but, man, these these guys entertain me, though. I think that's, that's my favorite part. Like, it's cringeworthy when someone yeah. says I'm watching – 12, 12, I'm locked in. It's time for work, baby. Like I'm in the office. My mom. The thing you, everyone has to understand is we enjoy the hell out of this. Oh, this is God. this is entertainment. Oh, keep doing it's it, free. please. It's yeah. free, man. It keep is. doing it, it. Keep keep posting about it because I I enjoy it. And you don't even lot. have to follow any of these guys because you only have to follow like a couple of them or some random people that maybe you like, and they're gonna retweet all, they the are, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get two at the same time? Like yeah. what a hit! Who's gonna have a fucking field day on that way? Oh god, you gotta cut that out! You got, you gotta cut We're that live, out, baby. I'm, I'm gonna have two in my hand hanging. By the time gonna have, you're gonna have bro hugs face all over the place. Oh. It's gonna be two flashlights. <laughs> oh my god! It's too good. And we've met some of these guys. I think that's the best part. Like with Marley, right? Like you know, we we met him i actually used to really like him before he did the tout thing like we hung out a few times we got some beers went to a fight and then it's like something about that tout life like it really just turns people because you can't just be a good gambler and be a good tout it's the selling and the lying and like when we lose we laugh it's funny right when we make a really bad bet when i you know when we bet fucking ricky simone to get a finish (laughs) <laughs> it's laugh worthy you know that's that's how it should be bro hugs do, do we have do we got val watching this it's got to be a burner account that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's been lurking 
that can't be bad. He's been working. <laughs> he knows better to, than to do that. That's he's, awesome. Uh, that's All right, security. let's uh, we'll we'll go ahead and get into uh, to last week's card. So we can we can start at the top and then and then go back down like we do. But uh, we had the welterweight division: Kamara Usman defending his belt versus Gilbert Burns and. Man, I, I think, you know, you could definitely pucker up a little bit if you had some moose money in that first round. And, like, he was he was hurt. You know, Burns came out, I think, exactly how he should have. I think mm-hmm. Burns' shot in that fight was bite down, throw as many bombs as you can, and hope one lands. Because Usman's at that level where you got to almost – I don't want to say get lucky, but you got to land a lucky shot perfectly to beat that guy. And I actually – you know, people were dogging him and stuff that he gassed or all that stuff. But I thought Burns had the absolute perfect game plan. Yeah. And, you know, Usman made him look like a punching bag when Burns was a little bit tired. But Usman's good. There's nothing really else to say about him. I, I would almost say, like, he had, like, maybe a 95% perfect plan because I think he did go a little too hard at certain spots to where he yeah. could have eaten up a little bit and, and saved just a couple shots. I mean – Props to the dude, though, man. Like, that was the guy that I was thinking had a sh- a chance against Usman just because his striking and power had gotten so good. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Usman was hurt, but he wasn't hurt to the point that I was like, oh, my God, like, just. He was dead. Yeah, just. He hurt. Yeah, he, he hurt. I mean, and, he, and that was the point where Burns went overboard. Yeah. Yeah. If Burns would have slowed down there, he might have part a little bit. Yeah. He might have got him. He might have eventually got him out. Because I don't. I think he had him. I. I. I don't think he had him as hurt as bad as he thought he did. And he went in for the kill. And, but yeah, man. Um, it it was tough to see though the end, man. Like I like Burns, dude. And man, he got Usman fucked him up, dude. Like that. That's one of. I know Usman fucked up Kobe, but that took like fucking twenty minutes. Like. Yeah. Usman fucked up Burns bad in like five minutes. Like yeah. it, that was a a a beatdown. And I don't know. I, I I talked about a little on Twitter that night about uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tee this up for Brad. I'm gonna pitch him a softball right right down the middle. Um, I do think Usman's striking is definitely better, and it's it's getting better. But there was some people that were literally like, this guy's like put him against wonder boy in a kickboxing match this moment you know what i'm saying like a stand and trade with masvidal yeah i mean it's People not saying that <laughs> it's not it and it doesn't have to be to that level usman striking will never no. have to be at that Absolutely level not. to be the best welterweight possibly ever it's never gonna have to be at that level but like what are you what are you gonna do with this guy what, what 170 is gonna like is is you're going to need Wonder Boy to like catch him with something. Like that's Wonder Boy's probably only chance to catch him with something kind of early. Uh I mean that that dude's his, his wrestling, his his clinch up against the cage, um and the improved striking. Like I I'll let Brad go uh off on some of these some of these nerds that was was calling him, you know, the second coming of uh of uh just Ernesto Hoost or some shit like that, but it 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 is better. Like it's what what's crazy is watching Burns in that fight is Burns is striking his his levels above Usman's at this yeah. point. And yeah. that's that's kind of crazy to to say, but it's good enough. And and I I I do believe that Usman's gonna go down as the best one seventy ever, just because he's gonna break all of GSP's records. Do I think he's is the best? He's kinda old though. 
Yeah, he's already old. Just because I, I won't defend as many as GSP. But there's nobody there. Like he's gonna smash. Right now, there will be somebody. There's always somebody. Kat, it's gonna it's gonna take Kat's a while. Who Google roof of the guy with <laughs> yeah, the dying the, from the COVID? I think it I think it takes a little bit to get somebody to that level to give him a fight. Uh now do I think that Usman is, you know, a better fighter than GSP? I mean, not necessarily, not technically and, and skill-wise, but man, you match those guys up in GSP's prominent. Usman is a fucking tank, bro. Like I mean, that dude's an absolute tank. I even talked about it that night. He might be at 185 chasing a, a belt someday. He's that fucking huge. That dude could be up at 185, but great, great performance. And it's just questionable. Like, what do you do now? I guess Wonder Boy's like a fresh He's fight. Fighting Masvidal. They're very fighting Masvidal. They're getting uh, tough coaches. If, well, if, you know, if they actually do it's, that. It's the biggest payday and the easiest fight. Exactly. Oh, yeah. For him, it, it makes sense. It's just for him, it makes complete sense. Not for us, like everything else in the UFC. Not for us. If yeah, I'm exactly. Usman, Especially when there's I'm no pegging. clear. There's no clear fucking number one contender after Burns, so might as well go make money because he, he's well, not going to have any opportunities other than fucking his fight with Masvidal after that. Let's not act like Nobody Masvidal is a big draw, though. Let's not act oh, like he's going to make big money. Better no. than random welterweight number three. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean but he's Masvidal the champion. might do he much more be. than Colby <laughs> rematch. I don't... I, yes. I think Masvidal. I, I think a little Kobe. bit more. I, yeah. I mean, he just fought Burns. Like Burns isn't no fucking draw. Yeah, that, nobody, that nobody, nothing. Nobody knows who <laughs> Gilbert Burns is. Like, no. I, and I, I think it is like Kobe Masvidal or Masvidal Kobe draw, but yeah. it's close. Like, it's yeah. really close. Either yeah. one of those guys, Usman should be begging for the Masvidal fight. Begging, yeah. like, he, give oh, me yeah, that fight. He did. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did. But I, I think the thing that sucks is like, would Kobe beat Usman? Probably not. But I'll say this. Colby Usman too would be fun. It would be yeah, closer. Yeah. It would be fun. Usman on Usman versus Masvidal. I literally have. I, I I'll probably fall asleep during it. We know yeah. how it's gonna go. Like I think we could have uh, Usman Kobe again, and it's a it's a very interesting fight. Even though I think Usman wins that fight again, we know what Kobe's gonna do, and it's gonna give him like a chance to yeah. put some pressure on Usman, and then. Who knows? He, sometimes and, and well, Colby could do something different in that fight. He could go for yeah. takedowns. He could, yeah. he could switch it up. Yeah. We know what's going to happen in that Masvidal yeah. fight. Colby, <laughs> Colby, Colby's an idiot outside the cage. Colby's also a very smart fighter who probably would come up with some kind of different game plan or or something. Like I, that fight, and even if Colby doesn't, the whole thing that made this performance apparently so great to people um, is that Gilbert was gone after the first three minutes. Colby's of that fight. never going away. Exactly. Colby is going to be there. He's going to throw shit at you for 25 minutes or until you break his face. Um, so credit for him to that. But that's like, I don't think Usman striking has gotten any better than his last two fights. A little bit. Maybe a yeah, little bit, but it, it's more. That jab is fucking not defensively. Not, definitely not defensively. Oh, not defensively at all. What did super Brett... long reach and he was fighting a punching bag. I a think Brad... still look good. Gap. <laughs> I it's think Brad said in our in our chat though, like uh, you know about the the jab and shit. But it is true. How many MMA fighters literally have a that's, jab that's that good? Difference. That that punch right there could win you so many fights. If not win them, put you in position to win so many fights in MMA because one, motherfuckers don't throw it, and two, most of them don't even know how to deal with it once they catch yeah. a cut. That mm-hmm. that punch was le- was legit, and well, just that right there is. Is a slightly style, be- improvement, you know. 
With his style, that's all Usman needs, though. He's not going to be a striker. This fight was yeah. different. Burns is probably the only guy in, I would say, in the weight class that that Usman wouldn't use a grappling heavy, you know, exchange. Where even when he's not getting takedowns, he's against the cage, but he's working for takedowns. He he wanted no interest in Burns in the ground. That's the only way he loses. So that's why we saw this stand up. And I think that was, you know, he's a he's a smart fighter, and he knew. I need to outstrike this guy. So he probably worked on his striking and his jab and all that he stuff. He didn't outstrike him, though. Like, he got smoked he while did. Gilbert was in that fight. And I think that was a sign of, like, they've sparred a shitload of times together. And yeah. that looked like Gilbert, in all of those sparring sessions, beat his ass. him yeah, up. And he finally, got, he finally got the chance to go after it for real. And yeah. he just, I think he overdid it. Yeah. Well, defensively, Usman's not strong. But when, no. with his grappling... And everything else he does, a jab's fine. That's really all he needs. Get a jab, out cardio people, be stronger than people. When you need to, you got the takedown. You can clinch against the fence. He's not the most exciting. Sounds child, like a Caucasian guy that, that we know of. You know, good jab, got a great double leg, can just out fucking last you. Sounds like maybe the greatest welterweight of all time. You know, yeah, he, is, he is really the evolu- evolution yeah. of GSP. He's the modern yeah, he, version of well, what GSP would be. GSP's wrestling and explosiveness versus Usman is like this. It's not even in the same ball. Usman, Usman is comfortable stalling against the cage for 25 yeah, minutes. Well, Usman yeah, makes up last GSP double. GSP wasn't a but, huge welterweight, like especially no, by today's standards. The yeah. guys, the guys, GSP was double legging. It's completely, it's completely <laughs> different than the level, the skill level of guys when it comes to wrestling in yeah. today's MMA. Like. GSP was double legged fucking bums that when it comes to wrestling, like a lot yeah, of those like guys, John Shirk and Frank Craig. <laughs> well, no, 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 he, he had, yeah. and Al guys are just bigger and stronger. That's why he's, the best, that's why he's still the greatest welterweight of all time. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, we talked about this way too long. Yeah, enough of yeah, this. Now we can skip Who's through the win? rest of these shitty fights. We get a horrible, we get a horrible rematch now that absolutely nobody wants. So it's yeah, very on on brand for the for the UFC. But we'll get down real quick. Uh, starting with the weight division, uh, Gabe Green defeated Phil Rowe. Yeah, this fight happened. Um, I got nothing. Nope. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, ab- absolutely nothing. Yeah. All right. Um, then we had a, a catch weight for this fight. Gutierrez uh, beating Andre Ewell. Uh, I was on Gutierrez here. I was. I, I feel like I was the minority. I think. I think some people like Andre Ewell here, but like I think what I said last week is he's really good at nothing. He's he has no. He's good at no aspects of MMA. He's average and he likes to move forward. That's about it. So yeah, Gutierrez. I think he's a guy that can beat a lot of guys. I don't think he's top tier. I don't think he's a you know top ten fighter, but he's a guy that's going to beat guys he's supposed to. I mean, in today's calf kicking MMA. The the guy could be a top ten, <laughs> a top ten fighter. I uh, seriously though, him at like minus one ten or something to to you. I didn't understand that. Like Lance is completely right. What is what is? I got what, it at minus one fifty, so I did horrible. No, nah, I, I I played it like fight uh, the day before the fight or fight day, and it was like wow. minus one ten or something like oh, that. Wow. Um, you'll like Lance is completely right. What does that guy do good? Like he's literally average at everything. He like has this movement and shit. Arms. Yeah, he does some of that, like, I call it just, just the total wasted movement that some yeah. guys do in MMA that just tire themselves out. That's Andre Ull. Yeah, he's he's definitely not good. Gutierrez, his best thing is still his calf kicks, so he sucks. He's <laughs> not, not a fan. All right, um, strawweight, Pollyanna Viana defeated Mallory Martin. I did not um, – I didn't catch this one. 
I <laughs> lost we, we were due for one of on these. this stupid fucking fight. Oh, man, this is probably the worst bet I've made in years. Who'd you At bet? Least it was over. Oh you, oh, you just bet Martin straight? Yeah, it got down to like minus 105, and I was oh, like, this, eh. This, this was the Shockwave fight. This was the girl who... Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, the other chick <laughs> couldn't finish Shockwave, and she finished this Martin oh, girl. chick. Shockwave's uh, tough, man. She pulled out the finisher, the, the, the arm bar from arm guard. Arm bar from guard. <laughs> <laughs> like, Women and women. we've got another co-main event this week. Wow. That one's... This week is shocking. There's... So little reason to have this as the co-main event this week. Right? It's two random chicks that's no one ever heard of who aren't good. Uh, a co-main event on a card that has, you know, definitely a bunch of good fights, fights. could be in there. So, yeah, that's uh, – uh, Welterweight division, Bilal Muhammad defeated Diego Lima, just a giant punching bag. My takeaway from this fight is we all know how bad DC is and how bad Rogan is, but their commentary to me at this point when I have the sound on is almost ruining fights for me at this point oh, where shit. if you would have just t- like closed your eyes and listened to that fight and then read the scorecards like, well, that's a robbery. <laughs> Did you, those, those kicks, those kicks were landing. <laughs> like you would have thought that Bilal Muhammad after the fight had both of his legs amputated. <laughs> they wheeled him <laughs> out on a stretcher, man. And you know what? The, the thing with Bilal Muhammad here is, there's a lot of guys who don't get finishes. When you can't get finishes against the bottom of the barrel guys, you got problems. You, you really do. Like he's ranked, he's fighting unranked guys every every fight, and he's not putting him out there. And he got a little bit closer on this fight versus literally a punching bag. I mean, Diego just backed against the fence and then you know kicked him with his baseball bat with barbed wire on it to you know amputate <laughs> his leg. But Bilal's got to he's got to figure something out. You are never gonna make it and get up to top ten and get these big fights. If you can't finish Diego Lima and you can't finish all these guys, he can't finish. Like there's something to finish in a fight outside of the entertainment value. You need to dominate and put away guys you're supposed to. Yeah, and he I, said I quite he's... enjoy it. You, you keep giving me uh, Bilal against fucking scabs at you know minus four hundred, yeah. but yeah. minus one twenty fucking <laughs> decision. Minus decision. Yeah. decision all day. And he, and he said that he specifically was going out for finishing this fight, and it's the <laughs> shitty Lima. I don't think do you're it. finishing. You ain't finishing a sandwich, bro. He, but he has, Bilal is fucking tough, though, man. He's really like, good. Yeah, he's yeah, yep. He's a tough fucking out for like anybody, but. Lance is right. You you got to finish fights if you want big big showcases. You just got to. Like Derek Lewis, man, he just swings and he bangs and he gets main events. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. that's that's heavyweights though. He's also a hundred pounds heavier. Yeah. You got it. You got to finish the shitty Lima when you put it on him like that. <clears throat> that yeah, dude man, sucks. He's growing a chin. He's he's pulling the Arlovsky. He just he somehow when, is not getting <laughs> finished anymore. Yeah, it well, is kind of wild, fighters, ain't it? As they like to smell blood in the water, they go after it. Bilal sees a guy hurt and he's like, oh, back he shot up, a, dab, shoot. Yeah, or shoot a take, yeah, shoot him up against the cage like an yeah. idiot. Like, when he if, heard him, if he was Bilal like, was Gilbert Burns, he would have hurt Usman and then done nothing and just waited for Usman to get back in the he fight. He won a decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what would have happened. Oh, God. All right, so the the crazy fight of the night, which sadly I was on, I had a par, Vieira in a parlay, but uh, Fluffy Hernandez chokes out Vieira in – one of the worst shows of cardio, he was – people keep saying he has one round. He had about a minute. Like, this dude is supposed to be this crazy jiu-jitsu guy. He's in full mount a minute into the fight when they're completely dry and fresh. Fluffy gets out of that. It was over at that point. He yep. was gassed after one minute of fighting. 
Matt yeah. Boots puts his cardio to shame. Like, holy fuck, man. I, I don't I there's very few fighters that I've ever I, I Tank Abbott has better cardio than this fucking guy. <laughs> like seriously, there's few fighters I've ever seen. Butterbean. Seriously, not butter. Oh, Butterbean can go some rounds. This dude gas so hard, man. And what what what's wild? Like I know it's MMA, and the dude gassed out. Still subbing this guy was something, man. Because mm-hmm. this dude is legitimately well, one of the greatest kind of BJJ. At that point, it's just a quit job. Yeah, it is. Like it just is. the the biggest. It was the one time I actually agreed with DC, and that's like, I'm sorry, dude. I know like it sucks, and you're getting choked, but. You gotta go out. You gotta go, <laughs> you gotta out, go out. If you were the, you gotta make that guy put you to sleep because you, know? you got all these you credentials. Shamed. Shamed. You can't go home, man. You gotta go out. <laughs> and at that point, that's his chance to actually win the fight because he's probably still good enough at jujitsu, even that tired, that he could lay on top of him. Yeah. Like <laughs> nothing. Well, in the, the second, he's dead in the first round, right? Oh, he, he couldn't even up. lift his arms up in the first round. <laughs> yeah. He somehow what gets the the takedown. He gets on top, and I've never seen a guy at that level so easily. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've seen a guy gas that hard. Like, it, it's got to be very few. That was kind of like Kimbo versus Dada. It, it was so <laughs> sudden. Had a heart attack. It was yeah, so it sudden, like, but so down. clear that yeah. the books had that line just hanging there. I yeah. think at one point it was plus 1,500. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I got it at plus 1,200, and That's I was just insane. like, oh, man, this is the greatest bet I've yeah. ever cashed, like, yeah. six minutes before the finish. I, mean, I, I don't I don't care how, how muscle-bound and shit are. That, these, that's, that's a fucking – that's an athlete. Like there yeah. is no reason on this earth a man in that shape that competes in a sport like that yeah. should gas like that. None. What's so? It's. I don't know if it's an adrenaline dump he had, but There's he's been in fights. Weird. Yeah, adrenaline he's been in fights before. Fourth UFC fight against Fluffy. <laughs> like I, I, the weird thing is, like I don't work out, I don't train, I don't run. I feel like my cardio would be about the same as that. Of what he did, like I feel like I could go longer. I could go five hard minutes. I mean, I've gotten, I've, I've gotten into some scraps in my mid thirties, like legitimate scraps, and had a good minute and a half, couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? Before you're sucking wind and like, fuck, dude, let's over. Like that dude. I don't look like that dude. You know what I'm saying? No, like, and, and the funny thing is, it's like some guys, like you get a striker, right? And he's in, he's grappling for two and a half minutes. He's not used to that in that level of competition. He gasses out. We're talking about a grappler grappling. Yeah. With ease. Doing whatever he wanted. Not getting punched either. He didn't take a punch or anything. Nope. Like, he literally controlled this guy how he wanted to and was dead. Good finish I, and fucking quit. I, I, will, I will say this, though. That man's got a chin. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I think in that... <laughs> first round and second round, he took fourteen fight ending shots. <laughs> Didn't even like blinch. Like he would get hit. His hands were down. He couldn't. And he wouldn't even flinch. He, like, he was probably hoping. Like he's never been hit that hard that many times in the gym. He was probably hoping he would go out, and he wasn't. He's like, oh shit, man, I've got a great chin, and this sucks. I am tapping as soon as I get a chance. This guy's gonna choke me. Fuck. <laughs> Can I just go to sleep? Like, <laughs> knock me out, kid. Fuck. 
there was one part. He has his hands down. He gets hit with this huge right hand, and he goes to like pick his hands up, and then like one second <laughs> later, drops it again and eats the biggest elbow I've ever seen in my life. He literally picked him up. Was like, oh no, <laughs> heavy. So like heavy. in you've seen guys at gas like it. They usually they can't throw punches anymore, but they still like put their arms up to block punches. He couldn't even do that. Bro. He literally couldn't lift yeah. his hands above his chest. He was like, he was, was like holding his hands like this in front of him, like in front of his chest because he couldn't get him up this high. <laughs> he was just doing punches left and right. Oh, man. Oh, and the only reason they would only go down that far is because they couldn't get past his massive lats. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> his lats literally brought his fucking arms up. <laughs> higher or lower. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that was, that was excellent. That's that was that was that was a fun fight, despite losing money. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, speaking of fun fights, e- easily the, the the funnest fight I would say. Well, outside of that last one, uh, but the funny finish. Uh, Julian Marquez defeated Maki Patolo uh, in a Honda choke uh, with a little bit of time left. And I know I, I had inside the distance. I know Brad, you had you had a sub prop. Sean, I think mm-hmm. you got on that too. I don't know. I don't know what list you were on Marquez, but I had money line. Yeah, just was, money line. That was that was that was wild. And I think yeah. my favorite part of this fight is. In the pre-fight buildup in the interviews, Patola kept saying, I'm going to drag this guy into deep waters. Mm-hmm. He has one round of cardio. I'm going to tire him out. I'm going to beat him up. Like He's not getting that early finish. I'm taking him out. Dude gets subbed with under a minute left. How great <laughs> is that? Like, man. And Marquez just kept going for that sub. And when he first got it, I was like, shit. And Patola was so tired, he didn't have time to readjust to defend the Anaconda. And it just flew right in there. And I got to give it to Marquez, man. And, like <clears> – <throat> He's not the smoothest. I would say he's kind of a rough with the mic, um, but he got he people tries. talking about him. He got <laughs> national attention for that interview. And, and then he ruined it. Then he, like, completely so fucking ruined they're, it. They're, they're doing something with Barstool Fund or something like that. Oh, I don't God. know. But oh, regardless, right, this guy got a big win after a huge layoff and everyone forgot about him. And his name got out there nationally. Yep. Next, his next fight will be on a main card, and people are going to be talking about him. Uh, so good on him, man. Yeah, no, better than, better than saying, oh, I'll, I'll fight whoever the UFC wants to put me in. Or, or, yeah. tell, okay. or telling them that don't interview me or ask me any questions oh. anymore because you don't like. At least he didn't do that shit, right? But <laughs> yeah, that, that fight was wild, man. And I, the, the whole fight, I'm just tweeting out like, I can never get a fucking coconut bombs fight right. I can never get one of his fights right. And you got it right. <laughs> uh, Marquez pulled up, man. I, and I'll give it to him, man. That that took some some toughness, dude, to stay in that fight. Like he took some yeah. shit in that fight. <laughs> he got some ground pound. Right. He got some heavy ground pound. The under the arm shots and like yeah, yeah. A lot of guys could have could have went out of there. And uh, I mean, even you, know, you also got I think almost a three year layoff and shit to 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 be in a yeah, fight like that. Like like yeah, I'm going forward. Like that's that's gonna help him a lot. And um, I, I think you're right. I don't think he's the smoothest guy and stuff like that. But he seems like he's got some some decent sub skills to to pull off what he what he pulled off and. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. He he. There's few after a fight here in recent years have got on the mic and made as much of it as yeah. that guy actually did. He literally had one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Yeah, fucking tweeting him back and shit and retweeting and shit about it. People that weren't yeah. MMA fans See, it was on Twitter went trending. Like, I have nothing against him doing that and trying and getting the attention. The thing that I was shocked about is we're doing a podcast right now. And we are not a top of the barrel 
podcast. We don't, uh, we, we don't have we 900 watching on Periscope right now. Here. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I cannot believe that that man is on a podcast. Like he's he talks, he, he, he talks presumably every day, but <laughs> specifically during a period of time every week. And, and that's what he comes up with when he's got a chance on pay-per-view. Doesn't he? Is he the he one with the podcast? in that fight. He's the one with the podcast with the, with the, the, ex, the yeah, porn star, though, right? Like, yeah, he, lost cardio. I told you guys. I, I spelled it out. You just got to follow the signs, people. Come on. Figure it <laughs> Dude, out. Dude, how, mu- how much? How much podcast study did you have to do? A lot of podcast study. A lot of to get the, the Kendra Lust cardio. Like, of, this is going to be our second uh, James Lynch shout out of the show, but I've seen him like retweet their show, so that's why yeah, I knew I, it existed. Yeah, I have uh, never listened to it. Sorry. Yeah. All right, hey, so you've done a lot of tape study on Kendra Lust. Shut the fuck up. That's back why I know day. about the cardio. <laughs> back, back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll go through these next few pretty quick and get over to uh, this week's card. Uh, Rick, Ricky Simone defeated Boom Boom rather easily, wrestled him, didn't even think about a finish. Not even, I was hoping <laughs> that cut in the first round. I was like, oh, here we go, baby, Munich cut. <laughs> but no, no. Oh, okay, one thing I got to say about this fight. Anik was like, oh, man, he squeezed him so hard that he busted him. <laughs> this was one of Anik's worst nights ever. And I love Anik. Yeah, Anik is what happens when you're with DC and Rogan. Rogan. They dumb you down. I've interacted with the guy, like done stuff, and he is he's good. He is a a great commentator, but this and the um the custody stuff earlier in the night. Oh Oh, yeah. That that you can thank him for it though. I saw that. I I get it. I I, He must have told him to say something. Still, it must have been in like the pre-fight interviews or something like that. Yeah. But that's that's weird shit to be talking I, I, about on a yeah. fight. Man. Oh, give this man his kid. I hope he's better at getting his kid back than he's fighting. <laughs> that was the way to do it. Look, he, even if he was cool <laughs> with it or not, he's a better warrior than he is a fighter. Yeah, that's not something that anybody watching the fights wants to wants to hear about, man. I but enjoyed it. Sean, Sean's right, dude. Like, I I love Anik. I I think Anik is is fucking great at what he does, but. Man, when he gets on with Rogan in DC, they they like they dumb him down so bad that sometimes he's saying shit like dude just got a cut fucking popped in his head and shit like Yeah. <laughs> he squeezed him so hard it busted his forehead open. I, I knew what he was saying though. What he was saying it was that he had coming out of the nose. Well, he had a recent cut that yeah. was still fresh, and the squeeze on him cracked his scar open. I, I knew what he was saying, but so it's how he said it. He just popped a hole in his head. The announcing situation is not great because the UFC loves DC. They're going to keep the, – the Rogan thing's whatever. We have to hear Rogan you know, 12 times a year, whatever. Yeah, it's not bad. The thing is infuriating because we got to hear this guy two or three times a month. And, like, I wish I – they're never going to do it, but I'd almost rather – let's just make a let's just make a firm booth. Let's have Michael Bisbing, Paul Felder, and John Anik be the booth and just call it a day. Everyone I like, those guys I like Bisbing now. Like, oh, I did – phenomenal. I did not like Bisbing when he, when he first nope. started. He was more like bullshit talker than he was like so, – now, now he's like – he's – his bullshit's actually kind of funny and witty. Any, 
and he's good at at analyzing the fights. So he's gotten way better. He needs to be like their full time dude. Well, to me, the problem with with the DC and a Cruz, who holy shit, no, Cruz no, bad, <laughs> they they aren't good at the the silence. I think what makes a a, a really good announcer great is to know when to shut shut the fuck. The, up. Yep. Like mm-hmm. when you think Absolutely. of like big plays and sports and other events and things like that. Like I, I watch a lot of wrestling, like a ton a ton of wrestling. And something they do good when we get down to like, you know, the last 20 seconds of a mass, it's really close back and forth. The announcer is just kind of like, take a breather. Like, let's just let's just watch the wrestling, you know, like, let's see what happens. And in a lot of sports, it's that silence that you know when to interject. DC and Cruz don't even let you think about the fight. Just ramble, 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 nonstop bullshit. Like, Bisming is, Bisming, the one, Bisming does a couple of good things. One, he's funny. He's very funny. I think he's got a little Jew in him. He's very self-loathing. Uh, he makes fun of himself a lot. It's incredible. Probably his wife. Bisping doesn't seem like he talks up bad fighters as much as the other guys. Yep. Like when Bisping thinks the guy sucks, he either kind of he says will. things like he <laughs> yeah. sucks or doesn't say anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think uh, Felder is the best at letting. Oh, well, Felder has to deal with terrible fighters every week on Contender Series. Yeah, so. yeah. he he is absolutely the best at knowing when to let a fight roll. When yeah. they're in action and shit is good, he just shuts the fuck up and lets the fight play. Yeah, but man, we're we're at a point now. Like Rogan is deceased. That dude's a zombie out there. I don't know. I have no idea. I, it's <laughs> Rogan. I get it. I, I do get. It. That guy, he is so Brings bad. nothing to the table. He no. is, he is so, and he's even like DC's bad enough, but DC's already taken up some of Rogan shit with the oh, it's over, it's over. Yeah. He's got him. DC right. does that every time now because so of fucking well, Rogan. You know the the best part, uh, my favorite part, just to show like remember when Brian Stan was new and he'd research and he'd do all that, and Felder he researches and Anik probably puts in more work than anyone. That's a guy that does tape study and should do tape study. (laughs) Watch old fights. (laughs) It was earlier in the card, and um, DC mentioned, yeah, and Boom Boom was fighting this guy last year, and he did this and this and this. And and Anik was like, yeah, it was this guy. And DC was like, wow, how would you remember that? Like, God, you're like a steel trap. It was last year. Like, and it's like about the guy who's fighting right now. You couldn't take the time to even look at who these guys' last two fights were. That's how little research you're putting into a national televised program. Like, that was shocking that DC didn't know Boom Boom's opponent two times ago. That's crazy. ESPN literally gives DC a show to where he breaks down fights and shit. Like, it is absolutely atrocious. It is so bad. I can't even think about watching that but anyway we digress uh, a couple more to break down well one more to break down really uh kelvin Gastelum <laughs> yeah, Gastelum beat uh ian heinish uh Gastelum looked good i guess i don't know he didn't look mm. I, I thought his striking looked worse than ever i don't I think, think that's because he was grappling so much I would yeah. Hope. yeah he didn't I look know. like the old explosive fast hands powerful Gastelum. he looked like a guy who and maybe for good reason he just wanted to get in, get a win. He knew he could out-wrestle this guy, and then that was it. And I think I, maybe his hands look bad because of that, but much-needed win for Kelvin, who's, I believe, what, 30, 29 years old? Oh, he's, I think still, he's still young. He's no, still, he's, I think he's 29. Yeah, very young. The, the, this Gaslam looked like a Gaslam that was like, I got to go out here and get a win. Need a win. And yeah. that's what he did, and he did. Like, I, I still say, man, if – 
I, I don't know if we need like can say even prime Gaslam because I'm not sure he's even there yet. He's still so yeah. young. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's also got, a weight class away from being prime Gaslam. That yeah. that's that's <laughs> the very that's the sad part because he yeah. actually is. He would be. He'll imagine him and Usman. You know, imagine that dude down at 170 yeah. or some shit. You know, um. But I still think he's got a, a skill set that we saw it before, if he's right and in shape, yeah. even at 185, that gave Izzy some problems. You yeah. know what I'm saying? His his wrestling is legitimate enough, and his hands were good enough to where he could give a guy like Izzy some problems. I mean, he cracked Izzy. He fucking he, – he had Izzy hurt bad in that yeah, fight. Real bad. Um, And I think this Gaslam in this fight was, like I said, I, I got to go out and get a win. I got to beat this guy because he's just not on my level – and uh it, well, the, 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 the after the fight he, after the fight he said he wanted to be the backup for Whitaker um versus Costa, Costa. Costa. I yeah. think about could you imagine him and Costa meeting in the middle of the cage to like touch gloves and be like hey son <laughs> <laughs> man I, the 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 line on on gas in this fight even though he was a two to one fave was yeah. fucking was sure. dumb was so the him the usman and him parlay was like it was it was so square but it yeah, was the sure. it was the easiest fucking parlay you could have made and i don't know how long and i played heinish by decision boy, Brad. <laughs> hey at least he tried, hard. Um, he tried hard and uh you know, going go, going into the fight, we didn't know that Gaslam was going to come in and be That's any sort of. We injury. knew we knew Hanish was ready, though. We did know that. So <laughs> that I is get, very true. I get why you did take the <laughs> take the bet on him. You know, you had some infi- inside information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try hard. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we <laughs> had Macy information. Uh, Macy Barber's not great. We lost in this one. At least I I, I did. I think yeah, you I didn't. didn't think I was Maybe wrong. Um, so yeah, Macy Barber sucks, whatever. Uh, Grasso people were saying is the best, uh, female, uh, boxer in history. People were saying that online. Oh my yep. God. On the, on the old, cool. the old Twitter.com, but. Cause she can land on cool. one of the worst strikers Defensive that we've fighters. ever seen. Literally like the, the fucking, the double jab to midair. Oh. <laughs> I'm just banging my fucking head, dude. And then, Devastating. then she winds up on that, that spinning fucking kick and I lost it. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, is this for real? Is this like a co-main event, bro? What the of, fuck? Of a pay per view. Man, oh, she sucks. Yeah. She sucks. She Suck. can keep. Uh, she did another interview talking like, oh, this isn't holding me back and I'm still going to be champion like chick. I I, I get the self-belief, <laughs> but you ain't never going to be champion. You it ain't. <laughs> well, I think that's enough of this one. Um, apparently, we have 15 fights to go through, so we'll try to go through these very I told you guys, quickly. it's going to be a three-hour show tonight. Mm, um, no. yeah, we're we're, we're going to speed through uh, a good chunk of these from looking at it. Um, we'll start off with one that shouldn't take more than about 15 seconds. We have in the heavyweight division, Sergey Spivak. He's back, baby. He's back, baby. Everyone's hanging <laughs> in the door. Fight! I want to fight the end of the apex. Uh, Sergey Spivak taking on Jared Vandera. Vander. Yeah. New Sean, anything? I, I don't have much. Uh, no. Vandera is terrible. The the guy he beat on Contender Series was terrible. Spivak is also terrible. So you never know. This is shady heavyweights, but uh, the pick should be Spivak by finish. Yeah, I guess. Who, what, what's the line on this bad boy? Minus Spivak minus 245, 240. which is 
look, he he should he should win this fight. He shouldn't be minus two forty five against a fucking KFC worker. So uh, yeah, just, so he should be like minus three fifty against this guy. That <laughs> that could be true. Um, I, the only angle I might see is fight doesn't go here. Uh, I, I don't see this going fifteen minutes. Both these dudes suck, but they they suck that bad. One, I think Speedback's gonna finish him. Uh, but I, I I'm not touching this fight. Brad. Bandera is one of those guys that I've seen for way too long. Yep. Um, watch He's been back bad in, that like, long too, ain't he? He's been <laughs> bad forever. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, his worst loss, it, it might not, his worst loss might not even be to like a 42 year old Richard Odoms, um, back in the, the RFA days. It, it might be worse than that, but I'm trying to figure out is his best win. 40 year old Ruan Potts or That's 46 or 46 year old Tony Lopez. Cause Tony, Tony Lo- Lopez, Tony, Lo- Tony, Lopez. <laughs> Tony Lopez is a vet man. He's a two way. He was a two way champ. <laughs> what? He beat uh, a two way champ. Yeah. You know when he did that? 2019. This dude <laughs> fought Tony Lopez in 2019. And now he's in the UFC. I thought Tony um, Lopez got killed in like a robbery or something. Yeah, I like Spivak here. At, at least he's got like decent cardio and is durable. He's He'll win this fight. Yeah, um, I got nothing. But Spivak, that is a ugly feller. That is <laughs> one. Oh, one more thing before we move on. I think that Vandera needs to change his name to the Bear Tamer. Because uh, on Contender Series he, he pounded a hairy cum sucker. Mm. That's that. Nah, that's that's pretty Fair. good. All right, let's that's... go on to uh, another fight. Bantamweight uh, <laughs> division: uh, Zahabi versus Draco Rodriguez. Houston. Always good to look to fade a Canadian. Uh, I couldn't do it here, Draco. I know he looked good on Contender Series, but the guys he's faced faced is absolutely horrible. Uh, Zahabi has faced a lot of better guys. Most of them beat him once he stepped up in competition, but, uh, Draco just not good enough. I'll, I'll pick him to win, but minus 240 or whatever it is, is a bit high. I came down. It's a bit high. Wes? Yeah. 175 still a little, a little too high here. Um, pretty much agree with what Sean said. Uh, Zahabi's fought the better competition, but once he took a slight step up, he's just not that guy. I just, I think Darko probably beats him, but I, I'm not going to lay that that kind of juice to to find out. Um, <clears throat> Zahabi's still training at a way better gym with way better guys around him and shit, so you, you just never know. Uh, I'm going to pick Darko, but no bet. Yeah, don't have much here. Um, I think Zahabi sucks. I think he's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. But I'm not laying that kind of juice on a, a guy like Darko who's not – Exactly proven. So I'm going to pass on this one. I don't get to right. talk about this one. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Jeez, Lance. Oh, he's, he's a Canadian. So you got to let the Canadian talk. All right. Um, yeah. Same thing what Lance said. <laughs> no, more what, what Wes said. Except if you have to bet this, bet's a hobby by like decision. That seems like the thing. My, I'm, I apologize, Brad. I got excited. To What's the line on that, Brad? Um, be plus 350, I think, last time I saw it. Not bad. All right. By the way, division, Chaz Skelly, Jamal Emmers. Nushan? Yeah, I'm surprised this fight is, is as widely lined as it is. 
Skelly, I know, hasn't fought in a long time. September 2019, not great. Um, he's a crafty dude, though, and I don't think Embers has, has shown enough uh, against who he's fought uh, that he should be, uh, you know, a minus 200, whatever he is, favorite. Uh, I think Skelly can can get this fight to the ground and, and might even grab a sub. So I, I played Skelly just for a unit at plus 200. Uh, I just thought this is a bit closer, and... And Brad clued me into a beautiful uh, prop uh, before we were talking, so I, I snagged a little bit on sub plus seven hundred. Wes, yeah, th- this is a tough one uh, for me too because uh, I, I, I do think Emmer's is probably better, um, but I, I think if if this fight gets you know just kind of stupid and and uh, and grimy, that's Skelly's world, and I'm not sure. Emmers is is um can perform in those those kind of spots. I know Skelly can. That dude's gonna be in this fight. And uh Sean's right, if this if this gets to the mat, which it probably will, there's probably gonna be some grappling exchanges. Uh Skelly's dangerous, man. That that guy can uh he can grab some shit on you. So man, I just I think Emmers probably edges this, but but the line is wide, so I'll probably pick Skelly and uh and Toutmaster for the points, but I haven't been able to talk myself into a bet. Uh that that sub at like plus seven hundred, that, that's probably a good little good little shout if you want to just have a small little amount on this fight. Brad? Yeah, that's that's really all I've got here is if you're playing Skelly, he's gonna jump to his back or like get a knee bar or something fucked up that that Chaz Skelly does because he just loves scrambling and, and finding limbs and finding necks and that's what he's always been good at he's not a good striker if this stays on the feet for 15 minutes he's either going to get knocked out probably not because it's jamal emmers or lose a decision which is probably what's going to happen so uh, i've got that skelly prop i i got plus 640 so apparently i need to go shopping a little bit russia uh, russia Russia, that doesn't that doesn't fucking count (laughs) okay never mind i'm good i got plus 640 on that uh and yeah that's uh that's skelly's path yeah, I like Skelly here. Um, I know he's been out for a while. I know he's getting a bit older, but it seems like when he when he has the wrestling advantage, he can find a way to win. Uh, he is crafty on the ground. He has good with scrambles. He does have good chokes. Um, I lean towards that sub prop as well because that's how he wins most of his fights, but I'd probably split it just between Skelly straight and, and the sub. You never know. Uh, Skelly can actually get on top, and he has some decent ground and pound. Uh, when he gets on top, so he could get a knockout finish and he could win a decision, uh, with wrestling, uh, as well. And, you know, Embers, em- Embers is a, a, a bigger, stronger type guy where I also wouldn't be surprised if this fight just stays in the feet, him stuffs the takedowns and kind of batters Skelly a little bit. Skelly's take, uh, striking defense is poor. That's what uh, worries me. Yeah, very, very scenario. poor. Yeah. He likes to get hit in the face. He doesn't react well to shots. Uh, which is usually not a good combination of bad striking defense and bad chin, no reaction to shots. So um, I'll probably have a small play on this uh, and maybe split it between the sub and, and, and straight, but don't, don't love this one, but I think at plus 185, um, I think it's worth a stab and also the plus 650 that, that Brad mentioned as well for sub. All right. Um, chick fight, flyweight, Shana Dobson, Casey O'Neill. I've literally never heard of this person. New Sean. Yeah, I, I don't care. The the one thing I'll say is how insane the state of women's MMA. Uh, Dobson had the biggest 
she cashed as the biggest underdog, I think, of the year uh, in in 2020, and nobody gives a fuck in her <laughs> next fight. That's well, that's that's the state of of MMA. Well, when WMMA. I, I think to even make it better, when she won that fight, she was three and four. <laughs> that doesn't show you the state of women's MMA. She was three and four in the UFC she and got now, a win versus Prospect. And she's how she and won that fight had nothing to do with her. Her no. opponent gassed out, beating the shit out of her, yep. and then just died. Yeah, it was. It was like Vera. She pulled a Rodolfo. Yeah, I mean, she was three and four on a three-fight losing streak and got another fight. If that doesn't tell, I mean, people, I know there's a line out the door. People were on fight Island swimming to the octagon just to get in the cage. I think they, uh, she they, must be ranked, right? They, no, they yeah. owe her, they owe her some fights probably. Cause she was on that, that, uh, that so she female got, like, a six fight. <laughs> yeah. For like whatever, hundred grand or whatever they pay them, you know, spreading out. Nah, oh. but most of them get like, they get they get a contract off of that show, so they probably owe her a couple fights. They got to give her. They can cut you whenever they. Yeah, want. of course, but the, you know people are out the door trying to fight at the apex, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, they don't need fighters. <laughs> they don't need them. They're good. Look, um, they, like Sean's right though. The, how we get this kind of stuff? I don't want to go back to last week, but that that's a co-main event that they're giving you, man. Like, uh, wait till this week. Wait till this week. It's yep. even worse. Yep. <laughs> Do you guys have anything to add on this fight? Anyone no, betting this? No, no. I, don't, I got, <laughs> I got this, nothing. The Scottish exactly. chick is any good at all. And I don't know that she is. I've never <laughs> seen her. Um, minus 150 or whatever it is right now is an absolute steal. Against a Dobson. It's crazy. It makes you want to play it automatically, don't it? Like, <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, has, has this girl fought in the UFC before? No. No. no, but she is like 23 from Tiger Muay Thai, which is uh, a gym full of killers overall hyped up on fucking PED. So minus 150 to adopt, and it's almost like, fuck. Gotta yeah, play we, that. Women, yeah. Women's MMA. All mm-hmm. right. Um, featherweight. Now, you know, we actually have some good fights. I, I, I mean, this card overall, like after those, you know, there's a couple bad ones, but there's some good fights here. Uh, mm-hmm. Featherweight division, Nate Landa, we are taking on. Juicy J, baby, who probably had one of my favorite wins uh, of the past year in his last fight. Yeah. We're skipping Rafael Alves versus Pat Sabatini, whatever those people are. Uh, that is the the last fight on the main card. Oh, that's the main of the fucking prelim main event. My bad. I don't know who those people are, but that is the <laughs> his brother's feature. like a pro golfer. You gotta give him a oh, oh and that's Rory Sabatini's fight. brother. I don't fucking know. Like, oh god! Louis yeah. <laughs> Sabatini is the most hated PGA player in the history of the tour. I don't know who that is, but I thought it was Gabriella Sabatini's brother. <laughs> Very famous guy. Very famous guy. Yeah, I like Landwehr here. Uh, I. I never thought Eros was very good. I, I know he beat Woodson last time, but uh, he was getting absolutely smoked, and, and Woodson, you know, just gave away that fight. Um, I I think Landwehr is going to bring the fight to Arosa, and I think Eros is going to melt. Um, I know Landwehr got knocked out by Herbert Burns. That's got to be one of the weirdest uh, results in a in a fight in in a while. Uh, I don't think that is. I was there here. 
Oh, so you caused that shit. I was there, yeah. That was, was the last fight was... I went to. And then the pandemic yeah, 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 happened. Yeah, we got to we went and watched uh Landward, didn't we? We saw him in uh That was the one I was in Raleigh. Oh, I thought we I thought he was in one of our the Nashville cars we went to. I might have been wrong. I don't think so. Yeah, I got Landware plus one hundred for two units. Wes? Yeah, um I, I think you gotta go with Landware here. They, I do have some some just very slight worries that Landware is just a madman and Arosa is like one of those lanky motherfuckers that seems to grab some dumb shit on people when he really shouldn't from time to time. I, I don't think this is the guy though. Like that um the the fight against Elkins I think was was a good, you know, showed you a good uh um showing for Landware, just a guy that's that's going to be in that fight the whole time and shit like his his pressure on Arosa here should just be absolutely incredible and uh i think he keeps that up for 15 minutes or however long it it takes for him to to put a beating on old juicy j here and um you know the the line just seems seems kind of wild to me i i feel like Landware should should be more like minus 150 or something like that against uh julian Arosa. so I like it too. Going to be uh, one of my first bets on the card. So Landware, uh, small bet. Brad Juicy J with the rare three. This is his third stint in, in the UFC, and of course it came in 2020 when everyone wanted to fight. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everyone wanted to fight. <laughs> they thought they were signing the musician Juicy J to mm. some sort yeah. of like entertainment contract during yeah. uh, an intermission. Um, but this guy showed up and they had to to give him a fight. So they picked, uh, some beanpole looking motherfucker out of the crowd. Um, and that guy beat him up for two and a half rounds. And then, you know, he, he sucked too. So he got submitted or whatever. And I think he got submitted, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Landwehr is actually pretty decent. He's going to come forward. He's going to throw a lot of shit. Juicy J has no chin. He's been knocked out by a lot of not good fighters. And now he's fighting a pretty good fighter that can knock him out. And even if he doesn't, Landwehr's just going to come forward and throw and land and win a decision. So I, this is shocking to me that this is even money. Um, there's He can land a knee or something up the middle, uh, Arosa, and knock him out. Maybe that's what Herbert Burns did. And Herbert Burns is a terrible striker. So it can happen. It's just to put it at even money that it's going to happen. That's wild to me. So this is the uh, biggest bet for me in a while. I got four. Woo! Four, four, four tout units on uh, on Landwehr. Look at you go. Kelton, um, Kelton literally just booked another cruise. That's a lot of Kelton units. <laughs> like, oh, my God. They gave me a coupon? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> MMA Twitter. It's just the gift that keeps on coming. Right. It's so um, good. Yeah. I like I like he blocked me. me by the way. Didn't, oh, of course he did. Yeah. I, I finally I, I finally got unfollowed by the by the uh the sponsor, the sponsorship, though no, uh no bro hugs. Yeah, I finally gave, finally unfollowed me. I gave for, Kelton tweet of the year for the cruise line trip or the, the cruise line tweet, obviously. Yep. And he blocked me. I'm only blocked by sleeveless. That's the only one that's actually blocked me. But I don't go. I don't go after anybody too hard, except that motherfucker. He blocked you. Yeah. He yep. found, oh yeah. He went a while back. Me and Sean you? was a bully and all kinds of Pick, shit. Picking on the the Twitter nerds. I can't. I can't find him on here. Oh, here. No, I can't find him. What's his What's his name? 
That means you're blocked, probably. Yeah, it means you're probably blocked. Yeah. Is it? What, what's yeah. your Twitter name? We're not giving that shit out on here. What the fuck? Who? Who are you? Which one are you? Those guys are Twitter legends. They know. They know who who, where the handle is. (laughs) Oh, Uh, here you go. You want to hear something good? Yep. Not only does he not block me, he follows me. Follows you. (laughs) You're not mean, Lance. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. You you have been giving him shit. I guess he's just not listening. No, I don't give people shit on Twitter. I just just on the podcast. Just on the podcast. You roast these. I totally make fun of people on Twitter. Like, hey man, cool tweet. The tape study. That's (laughs) super cool stuff. Very hard work. I'm sure you do more than two fifty an hour. (laughs) I I like Nate Landon. We're here. I think. Juicy J's only chance here is to drag this fight to the ground. He is horrible wrestling. Like, he does not have wrestling. Like, he usually gets his takedowns by tiring guys out and getting them to the ground. But Landaware has, has seemed like he's had decent cardio. You know, the Darren Elkins fight was a little bit wild. Um, back and forth, kind of all over the place. And he was able to keep that fight standing um, and, you know, put it on him and, and stuff the takedown. And I think that's a – if he can stuff the takedowns from Elkins late in the fight and that with that crazy pace, I don't worry as much about this one. I think this fight just stays standing. I think it's just – he batters him. Juicy J not only has a bad chin, he has really bad striking defense, which usually not a great combination. I think Landauer is very much a, a fucking madman that bites down his mouthpiece, charges forward, and throws haze, and I think that's what we're going to see here. So we got Munich. Uh, Munich. Yeah, so this is actually a Munich play that we actually like, and we'll be uh, actually having a regular size bet on. So now let's move on to uh, regular size. This man's got a cruise ship on that. He does, does, right? He's got a lot of Kelton units flowing here. Gonna buy Norwegian cruise lines. (laughs) He's winning, baby. (laughs) The big boy here. Next up, bantamweight division. We'll we'll try to go quick so you guys aren't with us all night. But uh, Eddie Wyland versus John Castaneda. Weird fucking fight. You got a, a washed up guy versus a super terrible fighter. New Sean? Yeah, I wanted to fade Wineland after that absolutely horrendous showing uh, against O'Malley, but I don't think the sexy Maxi is is the guy. Oh, he, come on. He is not good. Uh, he his his best fight in the UFC or his only fight in the UFC, he just was able to take a beating from a, an okay fighter. Um, I really want to fade Wyland, but uh, I can't. Uh, I'll pick the sexy Maxi, but no bet. What? Yeah, this is just pretty much an absolute fade uh, for me, and it's it's nothing big. I, I'm gonna take the the old sexy Maxi here. Uh, I, I'm probably gonna take some KO or inside the distance, though. I think that's like plus three thirty and plus five hundred for each one of those. I think that's the way to go because. If this does go 15 minutes, that means he didn't get Wildland either. And I think Wildland's definitely still the better fighter overall, definitely a better striker and shit. Uh, so if he doesn't get Wildland either, he's probably going to lose a decision. So uh, I think he gets Wildland either. Uh, Wildland is completely done, man. Uh, just countless multiple broken jaws and shit at this point. Like uh, that dude's not, I just, I think he's done. So uh, yeah, just a, just a small bet for me. Bradley. Yeah, this one's tough for me. Uh, initially, you know, I, I posted earlier in the, the chat that uh, I wanted to fade the guy that was fighting Wineland. Um, I still kind of do. Like, it's it's very tempting here. Um, he's lost to some guys on the regional scene. I don't think they're the worst. 
um, but it's still not good. So I think the saving grace is that Wineland doesn't really like to throw. He's going to look for that counter, and if he lands the big counter, then he might get you. But he's kind of that washed where he, he doesn't pull the trigger anymore. I think that's the, the category that he falls into. So I do like Castaneda to win. Um, can't really bet it at this point. I'm hoping it comes back to like even money or plus money, and I might think about it. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not betting this one. Uh, shitty fighter versus wash fighter. Um, tough one. I I lean from a pick Eddie Wineland. Um, I know he doesn't throw as much, but he's facing a real turd sandwich here. Uh, this guy somehow got into the UFC after going one and two in like the Mexican Fight League. Um, <laughs> lost a couple fights to guys who aren't great, uh, and then the UFC is like, well. I know we don't have any room in the roster because people Everyone are banging up the door to fight. We're going to make an exception, Sexy Mexy. You know, welcome to the UFC. Mm. Um, it's funny they do contender series where guys are like, tr- like actually fighting hard and trying to get contracts and killing themselves over it. And they're like, <laughs> you, you, yeah. bro. Come on, y'all, y'all know y'all know we run a, a run a human trafficking and ring here, right? <laughs> we're, we're taking you're all of y'all. Yeah, you're in the UFC. Contenders here, they're oh, like, we're, yeah. we're gonna take all five of you. <laughs> we need to. Yeah, this is. Uh, we need to interrupt this for a second because in, in, in the chat, good. he he brings up a good point. I cannot no. bet. I cannot bet the Scottish chick fighting the the terrible. Shanna Dobson, because her nickname is King, and there is only one King Who Casey. Who thinks she Ooh, is? That's dead. dead I mean, me. somebody needs to contact a real king and have a, a season to assist, because this is just absolutely bullshit. There needs like, to be a rap battle. We got to go through fights, but speaking of copyright infringement, Nate Diaz, you're taking everything I worked for. <laughs> <laughs> what? What 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 do you mean? Who is Leon Edwards, bro? <clears throat> Copyright infringement. New Sean. Not only does your guy suck at fighting, he can't even come up with his own shit anymore. You got to steal mine. Man, he's everything I'm working for, Connor. I'm coming for you. It was Fuck a shout you. out to you, Lance. He knew you started the shit. He knew uh, you were. He's LG trying to win you over. Impossible. Yeah. Hate he's that coming. guy. If Nate Diaz fought, come Leon on. He wants Edwards, to fight the Bronx. He wants to give him a shot at the belt. <laughs> No. Fuck Nate Diaz. All right. Uh, lightweight. Drake Harklaus. Luis Pena. Not a terrible fight. Um, new Sean. Yeah, I know there's some people that are going to be on close, I think, maybe even on this podcast. I'm I'm staying clear. Um, <laughs> I know he's fought the much better guys. Uh, he's looked better in those fights. Didn't get uh, choked Payne. out by Kama Worthy. True. And in a fight that he was completely like, he was winning that fight. Um, yeah, Pena just was hyped up. He, he never really, he's never really panned out. He just hasn't been excelling where I guess he should be. He's just an okay fighter. Uh, I've had money on close a bunch, but uh, I, I can't back him here. He just see, like he went to a close fight with Christian life, life Yagos. And death. Like life Yagos. and death. Yep. With Yagos. <laughs> yep. good, with man. With a fucking yep. parrot. Like, that's, that's his best win, man. Yeah, that's his best win now, right? That's his best win. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm staying clear. Uh, I'll pick Los. He should win a decision, but I'm I'm good on that. Uh, Wes? 
Yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel the same about, uh, you know, a lot of that. Uh, Pena just, he, he's, he's not as good as I think everybody thought he was. He's, he, he's gotten some decent fights and put on some okay performances, but the dude can't wrestle. He's going to get taken down if Close wants to. I think Close keeps this up and, and probably outboxing. Like uh, Pena has a slight shot if 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 Close does do some dumb shit and this winds up on the mat. Uh, Pena's still as long and can throw up some subs and shit, but can Pena get close down? I, I don't see that happening. Like the dude's a terrible wrestler. I mean, he's going to have to terrible. like, pull, yeah, he's going to have to pull guard or some dumb shit like that. Um, I think this is 15 minutes of close, just kind of keeping distance, piecing him up a little bit, moving, uh, maybe even a little clenching up against the cage. Um, I just, I still worry about, like I said, Pena can grab something dumb here. I've seen it. I've seen him do it. Uh, close, I still don't think is the smartest dude in there. And like Sean said, man, he went fucking like life and death with Christos <laughs> Giagos just last time. Now, he won that fight, but man. I was fully I, clenched in that. Yeah, I, I had a quite a bit of money on him in that fight. Um, So I just, I, I might end up with him in something small, but it's, uh, it's very, I, I, I'm, I don't, I don't trust him in this fight a lot, but he, he should win a decision here. Bradley. I get that, you know, being in a competitive fight with Yago is <laughs> great. Um, but Pena has been in a competitive fight with competitive fight with Steven Peterson. Like recently. Yeah. He got yeah, choked by comma worthy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying like that's his best win is probably Steven Peterson. It is. That's, and he's lost to Kama Worthy. <laughs> 2020 um, is his best win. <laughs> like Pena's never been good. He's one of those guys that people are like, oh man, he's tall. He's lanky. He's going to use that range. He's tall. Okay. No, he um, can't. He can't use range and fucking shit. Might yeah. catch, might catch something on the mat with those limbs, but that's about it. Yeah, and drunk our closest Pena to be good because he smells he good. Cool. First, of all. he's got a cool yeah. nickname. The best smelling, got to be the yeah. best smelling. Fighter. He's got a cool yeah. nickname. That's why people want to think Pena yeah. is good. Great. No, we're talking. We're talking about close now. He smells good. Um, he's like the anti Matt Lindland. Even though he fights boring like Matt Lindland. Um, but I think he wins this fight. I, I think he's safe to throw in parlays. Um, I I could probably throw in. I haven't finalized them, but I could throw him in a parlay with a guy later on. Yep. Um, same as Brad here. I actually like Close a, a good bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think he dictates where this fight goes for it one. Would be Dariush. <laughs> and the other guy lost to Kama Worthy. <laughs> Kama Worthy. Um I, I think he dictates where this fight goes, which is always important in MMA. Um, I think he's the better wrestler, uh, and I think he's the better striker. I think he can get inside, and I think he can land some punches. And if the going gets tough, he can take the fight to the ground, which I don't think it will. I, I think he can just keep his distance. Pena is extremely hittable. Um, and then he's not very – he's one of those guys that's cool being on bottom um, and then just gets beat up, and he doesn't, he doesn't have the best sweeps. He doesn't really sub guys very often from his back, but he's cool being there. Um, and I think Klaus just anywhere he wants. Uh, Klaus is good. Yeah. You, like you said, he went, he had a tough fight with Jagos, but you know, Klaus also beat Bobby Green, Venata, like, you know, some, Oh, he's got some guys. good wins. Real yeah. fighters. 
getting getting <laughs> smoked by all those other guys. Getting yeah. smoked by Benny doesn't look. He's fucked Benny up in that fight. Yeah, I know. One of the craziest finishes. It, it doesn't. Yeah, that fight doesn't. That was when Darius you started his crazy finish streak, where he yeah. Yeah. closed his eyes and started throwing shit and got like, oh my god, what a striker! Darius <laughs> is such a good striker. <laughs> so yeah, I I like close here. I'm I'm gonna be having him in a parlay uh, later in the card. All right, featherweight division: Jared Gordon uh, versus Danny Chavez. John. Once again, I don't have too much here. Uh, Gordon does throw a decent amount of pace, uh, but his chin can be cracked. His takedown defense is okay. Uh, I think this guy, Chavez's route is to, to wrestle him, so I guess that chin will get protected a bit. Uh, so I'll pick Gordon just because I think he's uh, a little bit better, and like I said, he I think he's going to outwork uh, Chavez and keep it on the feet a little bit. Yep, well... <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have uh, anything on this fight. I, Gordon probably should win. Would like Sean said, just uh, just pace and 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 uh, just throwing throwing strikes. Um, I just I, I I could see Chavez getting a decision here, man. I could see him grinding to a decision. I I just don't know. I have nothing on this fight. It's a complete pass. I, I'm gonna pick Jared Gordon. He's fought a little better competition. Right. Yeah, I don't have anything on this right now. I, the one thing I remember from Chavez's UFC debut is that he kicked the shit out of a dude's leg, I'm pretty sure, TJ oh, Brown. Um, and then he lost the third round when <laughs> that dude could hardly stand on his leg. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that correctly. Uh, that's not a great sign because at least Jared Gordon is going to fight and keep fighting. You, he might get knocked out. Uh, what was that? Heroin. Like, and has <laughs> beat, beat it so far. Yeah, exactly. So far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the fight's never over. <laughs> no, I mean, you can't, um, you, you can't end a fight with him. With a, I mean, a stun, like a right stun gun doesn't end a fight with this dude. Like, he's always in it. So. Heroin's, heroin's like the, the Derek Lewis. Like, <laughs> you, you think you've got him beat. And then, and then he just, and he just pops up and knocks you out. He gets that second drain, comes through. I'm such a bad person. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're all pretty awful. Um, yeah, so I, I, I pick Gordon in this one. If it keeps climbing, I'm going to have to play it, but I don't feel great about it either way. Let me pause real quick. You guys all just picked Gordon to win the fight. He's, He's a dog. One, He's plus 125. <laughs> You're all passive. I mean, I've done this recently, I'm, and Lance, I'm telling you, the nerds, the nerds are on Chavez. Wait on it. Nerd? Yeah, don't don't play it yet. Wait, I like, wait. Gordon. I like Gordon here. I'm betting Gordon. Um, I'll be betting Jared Gordon in this fight. Um, I think he's just the better fighter. I think he's fought better competition. Um, I think he can hang on the ground. You know, I, I don't think Chavez is a, is a great wrestler. Um, and I, I think Gordon just an all around better MMA fighter. And I think he's, he's been improving a little bit. Um, you know, this is a guy that got just absolutely just mass murdered by old Dewey Bronx. Um, it came back. He said, you know, he, he changed some things. He, you know, he, he kept posting those videos about how he was working and getting in shape and all this stuff and came back and looked pretty good in his last fight. Um, his wrestling versus Chris Fishgold, who's, no, I don't, not saying much. 
Um, his wrestling looked good in that fight. Um, I, Chavez is a better wrestler, but Chavez isn't some world beater wrestler. And I think Jaron Gord just a, a little bit better everywhere. And I think he can win this fight. And at plus 125, um, how odds work is if you guys all, you know, you guys all think Gordon's going to win and you're getting plus money. Um, you'd probably take him in that fight. Uh, so I do like, I mean, we, we got to just cut out, like splice the part out of Lance comparing any kind of, uh, an American wrestling, Against Chris Fishgold's wrestler, this is a great wrestler. <laughs> Splice that shit out. Just take it out of the show. Bet Jared Gordon at, at plus money. Jared Gordon plus money. I'll take it if he can beat heroin. He can beat Danny Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quota. All right. Oh man. Oh, okay. Uh, by the Did way, the main card yet? Almost. No. Uh, we can go through this real quick. I've never heard of either of these fellers. Uh, Pat Sabatini versus Rafael Alves. New Sean. Completely based on their sure dog photos, I will take Rafael Alves. Oh, now I gotta look. See what we got here. Well, I mean, my specialty <laughs> based based on the typology picture of the Sabatini. Lance is gonna be on Sabatini. On Sabatini, yeah, really. Oh, have, he looks like a jacked up American wrestler. I mean, yep. Yeah. Alves looks like everyone from Brazil. So yep. shred. Sabatini <laughs> looks. Sabatini looks like Woo-hoo. he wrestled at Rutgers. Uh, at yeah, Sabatini God. looks like a Penn State wrestler. <laughs> That's what he looks like, like straight up. This guy definitely, definitely has wrestled. Look at that. That is the wrestler's <laughs> body. Look, I didn't even, I didn't even look. I swear, fighting out of Pennsylvania. This guy was a fucking Penn State wrestler. I don't even care what it says. He, he had, he had to be. Let's see. You guys talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub Wes, out. What do you quick. got? Do you got anything in this fight? He um, wrestled at Ryder. Um, Oh, there you go. It was that a, sounds like one of those real white schools. That is that is that a good, good sport is wrestling? Is that one of those oh, lower level? Is that was the softball that, coach at Ryder? The D- is that, that one of those smaller colleges that's actually got a good wrestling team or not? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know they made like the NCAA tournament in basketball from time to time back in like the nineties or some shit. Yeah, no, that's not that's not this one. That's uh, that's that's not that's not them, huh? It's D one though. Damn, if they, I mean, Ryder with a D one wrestling program, man. Yeah, not Good too bad, you. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much on this fight, man. Uh, I don't, I don't. What's what is the line on this fight? Was this I, like I a was this a late replacement fight or some shit? Yeah, it was. Alves one eighty five. Yeah, minus one eighty five. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't even. Uh, this got added late. I, I didn't even know this fight was on there, so I, I got nothing right now. Ryder is a little bit better this year. They're ranked 24th now. Oh, oh they're a top 25 wrestling program? Shit, that's... Right. It's not it, like it all started not, with Pat Sabatini. Wrestling's weird this year, though. Uh, well, Penn State's back to number two, but Penn State was like fifth or sixth going into it, and Michigan is one of the best wrestling teams in the country. Uh, Virginia Tech is ranked in the top. Th- There's three now. It's Michigan still got that one. Uh, what's that dude's name? I, awesome. is, what what'd you call it? I think we watched a dude from Michigan a couple years ago when I was down there for the fights. It was really they're, fucking good. They're getting better. <laughs> Big Penn Powerhouse in Maryland. <laughs> AC, ACC, man, for you guys who do watch wrestling, ACC is on the, is on the come up uh, in wrestling with NC State, Virginia Tech. Matt, I will have you know that Turtles are great wrestlers. Really, really good wrestlers. Unless yeah. you unless you can get them on their back, then they're kind of they're kind of <laughs> fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Right. On, on this fight, all I have 
Pat Sabatini submission plus 630. Bang. Alves has lost like six or seven times in round two or three, most of them by submission. He is a gassy Brazilian (laughs) that quits. Sabatini sub plus 630. I mean, just by going off of Sabatini's uh, tapology pick, I could absolutely see him choking out a gassy fucking Brazilian. And mo- like up. most of his wins are by submission too. So naked jokes. What is it? Yep. I'm 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 betting it. I'm He's gonna have, I'm gonna have something on them. this. Yep. Ryder right. number twenty. Six thirty, six hundred. Lance is shocked by Ryder. He's I'm still not. in the he's in the Ryder wrestling program. So I watch wrestling, but wrestling is only on the Big Ten network, the ACC network, like the Pac twelve. Yeah. It's only on those things. ESPN so Plus. They do have it there. There's a ton of wrestling on ESPN Plus. It's so bad. So it'll be like, all right, up like it's Gardner Webb. Quinn like, Kessenick doing commentary, man. He was a lacrosse goalie. So if you guys want to see something funny. Watch one of the ESPN Plus wrestling matches. Not they don't even list the score. They don't <laughs> list the wrestlers. It's literally just a mat. It's like someone's parents are filming it with a video. Or <laughs> there's no like. It's, yeah, someone's parents are filming it. That's the only way they hey, can get it on camera. They're giving you that content for five ninety nine right. a month, bro. Did we get to the main card yet? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm picking Sabatini for obvious reasons. Um, the heavyweight division, <laughs> Andre Arlovsky. Tom Asphalt. New show. I think this is the guy that finally gets Arlovsky back to who he should have or who he was many okay. times in his career. Uh, maybe maybe I'm uh, doing some Twitter nerd shit and just uh, getting on a hype train, but uh, Aspinall's quick. He's got good striking. He's got decent power. I know Arlovsky is somehow still winning in in 2020 against guys that he probably shouldn't be beating. Uh, I don't think this is his guy. I put Aspinall in a two-unit parlay with the guy in the main event. Wes? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with Sean. Um, it, it's dangerous, though, man. There, there's just – I don't know what it is about fucking Arlovsky, man. The, the guy's ancient and still uh, – it, it's heavyweights. And a dude with Arlovsky's skill and all of that fucking knowledge and experience can can hang in these fights, man. He he lets these young kids fucking Unless go. He gets flatlined. Yeah, and he he just he has it like uh, even at the last time out. Like you, you usually got to get that old man out of there. I, I think I think this Bozer's a decision machine against anybody yeah. with a, a heartbeat. Though. Yep, I I, th- okay. I think I was. I was so focused on that that I didn't even look at Arlovsky decision in that fight. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I I think that uh th- this this is the guy that that probably gets him out of there uh, in this fight as well. Um, Arlovsky does he can stay in fights when it's big slow dudes like that that throw one punch at a time and shit. I, I think this dude can put together some combinations and and put a little volume on Arlovsky in this fight and. Uh, and get him out of there. So, uh, yeah, I got Aspinall uh, in a parlay as well. Brad? Yeah, it, it comes down to is Aspinall the type of guy that's going to come out there and actually consistently throw strikes, or is he going to get lulled into Arlovsky's 2020 bullshit? 
Uh, if he throws strikes, then he's good. He's going to win. He's either going to knock him out or Arlovsky doesn't throw enough for him to win a decision against somebody that's throwing stuff. So like, that's all you have to do. Uh, and he's not going to knock you out at this point in his career. So I like Aspinall here. I'm debating. I think uh, Ben Online had round one KO at plus two fifty. Yeah, which that's is, um, that's that's looking not too bad. Uh, if that doesn't happen, then one of them wins a decision. So I I'm done betting against Andre Olovsky. <laughs> I think that's so. smart, though. It's I actually, think so. um, it's, 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 it keeps getting me. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, any sort of logic tells you that, you know, I, I didn't see the KO plus uh, round one, but I saw round one uh, Aspinall at plus 205, and I was like, that's the most likely outcome to me. Yes. Every single one of Aspinall's fight in his career that he's won has been a knockout in the first round. Every mm-hmm. single one. Um, I think, what is, what is it? What's his record now? Like nine and two or something like that. Nine and two with nine first round knockouts. Arlovsky, I don't know what it is. He brings the bore out of people. (laughs) Like it's like, oh, you're fighting. It's like he puts like fucking sleeping pills in people's water bottles before they get out there. They don't throw. (laughs) And I think it's also his style. Arlovsky's he, he gets tight defensively. He's not throwing a lot. He's circling. He's kind of been throwing a jab here or there, and nothing really happens. And I think he just lulls guys to sleep in there and i think that's what happens so i'm gonna pick uh aspinall by getting that other first round knockout but mm-mm. i think arlovsky is gonna win some stupid decision it's gonna happen arlovsky is gonna keep fucking winning isn't he he's gonna keep defying logic and you know i'll probably jump into about 13 hours of tape study tonight on arlovsky's career i'm gonna watch every fight <laughs> like, i'm gonna see like what i can learn about arlovsky's 2001 uh, how many fight. do you go back like if you're doing tape study on arlovsky I'm how many go do you... i'm gonna go back 19 years I you think. gotta watch it all you well gotta watch I, it all. I, I gotta see the first pedro hizzo fight when <laughs> no, his no. when his nose took that first turn around the corner no doubt <laughs> No doubt. Sometimes, sometimes you got to. But uh, let's move on now. It, it, the sad part about this card is like you got you got Phil Hogs here. You got Olenek versus the Dukakis brothers, Rosa. You know, there's some other good fights earlier. And these motherfuckers are putting Ketlin Vieira versus Thiago uh, Santos chick. On the, you got Andre Arlovsky. He's been fighting in the UFC That's for a better 20 comment. years. It's gonna be a knockout probably. And it. And if the youngin gets him out of there, you put exactly. over the youngin. Like, yeah, what are they the doing? Case scenario putting over Kuda, 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 Kuda. Like, what is that? What was was uh, don't get me started. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Uh, this fight should be the co-main. Why not? It's put the hogs a, over. Put the fucking hogs over. It's gonna be a banger, and the muscles on Phil Hogs. Woo! All right, so we have uh, we have here in the uh, the middleweight division, Phil Hogs versus Nasa Radin Imamov. I think I was right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we broke down this fight a month ago. Uh, we did. I don't think, really, don't think anything really changed much uh, for me. Watch uh, change. I still, like, I still like Phil Oz. Uh, I, I he's a better fighter at this point. It might be a close fight, but uh, I'll take the Hogs. I got him uh, for a unit at minus 105. Wes? Yeah, I mean, like Sean said, we, we broke this down. Um, the, this... Uh, What's his last name? Iramov? Imamov. Uh Yeah, I mean, he he went to like a kind of close this. Well, I wouldn't say it was close, but like 
Jordan he Williams. He a guy with fucking diabetes. With diabetes Dude, he went and, life and death with the diabetes. Yeah, I mean, it took. he went three <laughs> rounds. That, guys, let's have a little respect. That's the insulin kid that you're talking about. Okay? There, you, there you go. That's like the dude's a weight class up out of his weight class because he can't cut weight. You, you can't get this guy out of there. And he's not like – that ain't the only problem. It's like he's not great. Jordan Williams no. isn't great. Like, look, Phil, Phil Hall's got – got pushed hard and, 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 and ran out there a little too fast. And man, I, I think he's at the right gym and we've seen the improvements The the guys they're putting in front of him. He's absolutely murking, man. I just, I can't seem losing this fight. I, I said it a month ago. I, I think this is the coming out party again for Phil Haas. And I, I think he's going to smoke this dude. And if he doesn't, and if it's close, like, like Sean thinks it might be, Getting around even money on Phil Haas, and even if you're just bet- betting pure potential at this point, even money on Phil Haas against this guy that just went three rounds with a fucking insulin kid. Like, are you fucking shitting me? This is my biggest bet on the card. Um, I I love Phil Haas in this spot. I, I think he's gonna smoke this dude. Yeah, I I don't think that uh, Imamov is really any good. Um, he's got a win over a Canadian guy that was once in the UFC, but not really good. And, and the insulin kid. And other than that, he hasn't fought good fighters. He's lost. It was early in his career. So maybe you can give him a break and he's still young. So maybe you can give him a break on that stuff. But Phil Haas is by far the best guy he's ever fought. Uh, and, and Phil Haas, People want to talk about his losses like they're bad. Like losing to Andrew Sanchez on tough in a two-round fight. Andrew Sanchez is built for two-round fights. Yes. Uh, He's a two-round champ. So, come on. That's right. And then he lost to um, Marquez. Turns out that guy's pretty good. And he's got pretty good cardio. And he can pull something out of his ass at the last minute if he needs to. Uh, And then the other guy he lost to is Lou Taylor. Uh, And that is probably one of the most underrated fighters of the last decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't hold any of those things against him. And I think he's way better now than he was when he won any of those fights. So the most likely scenario in my eyes is that he lands something big. He gets him out of there early, but even if he doesn't, he definitely wins the first round. He's just got to win one more. And I don't think this Russian is putting him away. So I, I like Phil Hawes. I, I got minus minus one ten on this. So Lance decided not to plug in his laptop. Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh, there we go. Just in time. I stalled for you, Lance. It's your yeah, turn to talk about the Brad hogs. talks so slow about the so my dogs. computers, my laptops, it said laptop battery low, so that's why I walked over here and I plugged my laptop in. Apparently, you have to put the plug into the wall for the laptop charger to work. Yeah. Not in Texas, baby. Fucking yep. nerd. It won't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going for a piss. Sim- Lance abandoned us. I'm abandoning him. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Simple enough. Um, this uh, was he French? Is a French fella? Yes. Yeah. First of all, he's French. Right? That's all, yeah. that's, type study. That's a lot right now. Um, <clears throat> this dude went life and death with the diabetes. I mean, that was a close fight. They were back and forth, and he was basically fighting a, like a lightweight. Um, Nothing there. He's not very good. 
I don't understand this line, uh, A, because of fighting styles and what I think is going to happen, but also because there's a lot of hype behind, you know, the hog right now. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. But- Even money on the potential of Phil Hawes against this guy seems like uh, something you have to take. Yeah. Just, this was, absolutely. He went life and death with a lightweight, basically, and now he's facing the hog, which is a gigantic man with, you know, here, double, me, double digits. <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> no, you got to turn it around the other way. It, go, it goes here, let big, me- big to tip. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> That would be my circumcised. That's uncircumcised. (laughs) So hogs here, round one. This is uh, this is the consensus. Yeah, consensus bet of the week. Booyah, Phil Hogs, Hogs, Hogs. You keep you keep not pronouncing the G. I don't. I I don't. It's not a silent G. It's not a silent G. Uh, All right, let's move on now. Heavyweight division: Alexi Olenek versus one half of the Dukakis brothers. You, Sean? Yeah, some people are hyped up on the Dukakis. Uh, I know uh, the Dudas is, is laying down, you know, $5,000 on him. So, I mean, he might he must be seeing something that... Uh, unit and a half? That's like a unit and a half? Yeah, that's about that, right? Yeah. Uh, Dukakis, man, his wins in the UFC are, are not that impressive. I know Alinek is, you know, 53 years old at this point and... He still hasn't looked horrible in the last couple of fights, so I, I, I'm staying away from Dukakis. Uh, I'll, I'll pick him to win. Uh, but Olenek does weird shit, and it's heavyweights. You never know. I mean, he's got a fucking Ezekiel choke while being mounted. <laughs> he's a Dukakis brother. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Dukakis in this fight. I I do think he's going to knock out Olenek, but, like, would would we be shocked if if something dumb happened here? Like I wouldn't, but I'd be surprised. Um, I, I I think that uh, one half of the the famous Dukakis brothers can 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 keep this on the feet long enough to get Olenek out of there. Like he, all the guys that Olenek has lost to lately are dudes that just either kept it up and knocked him out, or he couldn't get them out of there, and they got back up and ended up knocking him out. So. On the feet, he's in just absolute trouble uh, against this dude. Um, and I, I'm going to bank on that, that it stays on the feet uh, long enough that uh, the Dukakis brother uh, knocks out Olenek. Yeah, Brad? Yeah, Dukakis is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're fans of America's greatest 80s Democratic family on DMA <laughs> analysis here. Um oh, but if Olenek takes him down and subs him in this fight, would you be shocked? No. Yeah. And the last time that Dukakis got out of the first round, he got knocked out by Azuna and Yanwu. What about That's- what? Are, what is? What is thoughts on on fatties here? <clears throat> we have a true one and a half at plus money. That is. Very reasonable because I could see Olenek getting it to the ground in the in the first round, and apparently we've never seen it, but apparently Dukakis is a black belt, so I assume he can defend himself. In politics, yeah, the most R. important R. martial art, Lance. People were sad. Rush Limbaugh died today. 
That was a thing that happened. Dumb. <laughs> Those people are dumb. Uh, yeah. You you live in a great country. You get you great. guys. You really great. do. Lost a great American today, didn't we? Yeah. Fatties is uh, that that's a real possibility. True right? one and a half at plus one thirty five. It's almost like man. Yeah. Like you, you got to pay juice on the the Arlovsky Aspinall one, and that's one that I'm pretty sure is ending in the first round. This one, I'm not so sure. Um, oh, I'm yeah, kind of like I was kind of looking at the Dukakis round two, round Low three props. Um, so we'll see about that, but I think Dukakis does win. I, people are just a little too confident in him for my liking. Well, I had no dip for a few days. Um, we're, it's, it's, it's ice storm city here. We have like two inches thick of ice just around the city with no salt trucks. Um, we've been iced in for like three, four days. Uh, my dad went out no, today. I'm not driving out. Too. <laughs> what? We got shit. We got ice. Then we got. Uh, six inches of snow. We're getting four mm-hmm. more inches of snow tonight. So. Yeah, it's, snowing. it's been snowing all night now. I, yeah, literally, like the whole all of Nashville is, is black ice. My dad, but we don't run crazy. those damn wind turbines up here, so our electric is still working. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, my dad went out today. Um, he had then been out since really we haven't been able, able to get it at all since Sunday, uh, early Sunday. My dad went out and I ran a dip, so he picked me up some dips. I had a dip in a couple of days, so you poor bastard. Barry. Barry's the real MVP. I almost walked. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have a, 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 a truck when you live in We're I'm a little far. I have an SUV. I just don't want, I don't, I don't want to, risk, I, I don't want to do it. I, I love it. I love it. I have the, the biggest car on the road. I'm still going to crash. <laughs> Sean and I are just looking at each other laughing about you guys complaining about a little bit of work. Right, oh so no, here, I, no, we got, we get, we get legitimate like snow here. Like I got, we got 10 inches on the ground. Like it's ice and t- it ain't Canada, but we get legit winters here. I love that shit. We I don't. can drive in the snow. I love that so shit. Here's mm-hmm. here's the here's the difference when you get snow and ice like this in a Nashville. Yeah, we y'all are not have, built for it. I yeah, well, I get it. We don't I even have it. salt trucks. Yeah, I get Why it. Why not? Because, because they don't get weather here. like that. Yeah, they it's don't not get free we- enough. Apparently so, yeah, it does. Well, rare, rarely. Once it's every like, couple of years we get. Like every three years we get something like that. It's just so it's, it's not worth the investment of like a couple hundred thousand dollars. We are red. We Like you would, you would think, you would think Texas got smart the last time they got an inch of ice and it shut down everything that they would invest it in right? some shit. But it's bad here. I'm telling you. Hey, I grew up in Rochester. I've seen some snow. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, I mean, the difference up north is you get a ton of snow and snow and snow. All we get down here is just black fucking ice. Like, yeah, literally, this is ice Lance, everywhere. You can't say something like that on the podcast. <laughs> that's racist. That's fucking racist. Let's Sorry. go. We got another I haven't even told you guys my pronouns. Oh, We've got like 16 fights to go still on this card. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, I'm taking Ezekiel choke here. I think people, I think people are just going too hot and heavy on one of the Dukakis brothers, and we did it again. We just we created a monster. Yep. Yep. So I will say, I will we, take Ezekiel how, choke. How often are we ahead of the curve, though? And then the All Twitter the nerd, the Twitter nerds latch onto the T, and they absolutely fucking just Same. dudes' careers are ended, like they're done. It's raw. Teddy says hi, everyone. What's up, Teddy? <laughs> All right, let's Teddy. move on now. Um, featherweight division, Charles Rosa, Boston Strong, Derek Miner. New Sean? 
Yeah, I don't think Derek Miner is good. Uh, he's not. He's bad. He, <laughs> he subs a Canadian in, in a, inside a minute, and then uh, I guess people think he's good or something. Dude, he subbed, that's a, just... Lar- he subbed a, a Laramie brother. Come on. Yeah, but th- that's And then happens. they gave Laramie another oh. submission specialist. He's fighting um that lanky dude. <laughs> An even better one, Damon Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> like the better version of Derek Minner. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know Rosa got dominated by uh the Hick. Um but not, bad not that guy. Yeah. Bryce Mitchell is legit on the ground. I know people were, were clowning on Rosa. His wrestling coming was, back. Where's Bryce the thing about like? Bryce Mitchell was that his wrestling is good too. Yes. Where's Bryce Mitchell and, and at? Like he's on his back. Is he is he grieving the loss of Trump and Rush Limbaugh? Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I like Rose here. I think it looked good against uh, Aguilera last time. I don't know how that was a split decision, but that's what it is. Uh, I put him in a parlay with uh, somebody in the main event. <laughs> Damn, he, he's. I just can't even do that anymore against that dude. But I, I feel you. We'll get there. I've just I've been burned. I'm like a scorned lover. I've been burned so many times. This is the one. This is it. Um. Nah, we're well, he's talking about yeah. the main event. Yeah, he's, uh, he's pining. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like uh, I like Rose in this fight too. Um, I haven't I haven't bet him with anything. Um, uh, I was kind of trying to look at a prop. That I, I think he could maybe catch um, a mentor with something here, uh, possibly a sub. Um, can't really find anything that I, I want to put Rosa with. I like some other um, uh, smaller chalk, like close a little bit more than Rosa and shit. So uh, I'm definitely going to pick uh, Rosa. Uh, might might bet him inside the distance or by sub, uh, something like that, just to have a little money on it. But Rosa's the pick. Brad? I think people forget that Rosa is actually pretty good on the ground really because he hasn't had he survived a lot. Bryce Mitchell, right? Like yeah. he didn't even really get into bad positions in that fight. He that got was like dominated though. That was, yeah, he got he got, he dominated. got physically most, dominated, but most Bryce guys Mitchell was choked. like past him out and he'd push him back to half guard. He passed him out and he'd push him back to half guard, and that was just like the whole fucking fight. Bryce Mitchell um, uh, chokes a lot of guys out or subs a lot of guys in that good. fight, like. <laughs> I think Minner has been subbed by how many losses does he have by submission in his career? Like eight. There's, there's a lot of them. He has eight out of his eleven he's, losses are by sub. He's been subbed by eight worse guys than Charles. What's Rose's? What is that by sub? Um, I don't think it's huge because like it is the most likely outcome in this Plus fight. One fifty, one sixty. That's all it is by sub. Yeah. 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 Um, depending on what the decision prop is, I might be tempted to play that, but I haven't played any props in this. I, I love Rosa. Uh, he was minus 170, minus 175 all during the week so far. Uh, I threw him in a couple opens and I've got him in a, a little parlay um, with, with close. <laughs> Hi, Dan, Tom. Oh, um, oh yeah. Shit. I boy. I like uh, I like Rosa here. Um, I, I think he's oh boy, better. Ty's becoming famous. He is like, he's a famous guy, he's big time. Him and Amber Aaron, fans of the show, and super famous. Um, so I like Rosa here a lot. I think I think this line is way closer than it should be because people are hyped up on him beating uh, Laramie, and Laramie just shit. He is he is shit. Minner's terrible. I mean, Charles Rosa is a legit 
I think he's a black belt in the ground, but he is, he's oh, yeah. legit on the ground. He's yeah. he's very, very good in the ground, and I think people are overlooking his ground game because of that uh, Bryce Mitchell fight. But I think Bryce Mitchell's just great. I, I think he's he's good in the ground. I think Rose is going to dominate him here. This is a guy that was like plus 350 versus Laramie, and now we're having this low of a, a, of a line versus Charles Rosa, who's better everywhere. So love Rosa here. Have him parlayed with uh, well, when I do bet. Dark hair, Klaus. So let's go to the co-main event, which we'll cover in about 15 Klaus. seconds. Uh, Kilton Vieira, Kunskaya, Nushan. Yeah, I don't care about this fight. Um, UFC tried to hype up Vieira about was, she was going to be the one to challenge Nunez, and then she got knocked out in one round by uh, Irene Aldana. <laughs> and she followed that up with a fairly close decision against uh, Sajar Eubanks, where uh, she had to, to really clench for, for that win. Uh mm. She probably wins here, but this fight is going to decision, and we've seen weirder things. I might pick Kunisaya in uh, in Toutmaster. What? Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. This is she's a little too hyped off some a bad loss, like a uh, close fight against Eubanks. Um, I'm gonna pick Kunisaya uh, uh, in uh, in Toutmaster. It lines just too far in a fight that I think is just too just it's another women's mma fight that two low-level fighters uh in my opinion that are getting hyped up because they're i guess the top of their division um whatever that, that makes means. it so much worse what, whatever that yeah whatever that means in today's mma so uh yeah i'm gonna take the plus 225 in Talmaster, but I, I want absolutely nothing to do with this fight with my money right yeah this is this is good, good quality. <laughs> Co -main Co -main yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, I get it by the numbers and with the UFC wanting to treat every division equally. Um, this, I, I guess is the co-main event, but man, this, this is a bad division and this is a bad co-main event. We kind of saw this fight last week where there's a Brazilian who has a big grappling advantage who gasses, um, does she gas enough that uh, that the Russian can can box her up a little bit? Um, I I don't know, and I don't really have any interest in finding out. Kunitskaya with the mom quit possibly. Mm -hmm. Oh no, she didn't have uh -oh. a baby. That was fake. Oh right, yeah. She posted a well, fake. Well, we, we'll have to go to Fight Ghost to see what the actual. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> a trip to this distortion might might not have been fake. Was Captain there Angle. was there a trip? To a yeah. certain point. We need to check medical records. I don't know about HIPAA or anything like that, but that's how you that's how you tape study. That's how you, you check on medical records at Smith's Motion Clinic. That's the real tape. Yeah, I got nothing on this fight. Um I think Vieira is the more likely winner. Kutsukaya does nothing well. Um she's not very good. Um yeah, this this is this is so this is so ridiculous. Why why are we doing this? Why are we having this fight as a co made event? <laughs> Um, this fight should land somewhere in the, in the bottom. I'd rather watch, you know, my boy Chaz Skelly <laughs> in the yeah. and, uh, It's so bad. This is this is bad. But let's move on to the main event. Uh, we do have a fun main event. It's swinging and banging season. <laughs> we back. We here. It's time. We got Derek, the Black Beast. Lewis taking on uh, Curtis Blades, the the boring d bag. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready. John was ready. John is holding up. John is holding up a white board? piece of Where paper. Storage. 
for it's people in storage. On, mm-hmm. People for the podcast and listeners, Sean holds up the white piece of paper that says, <laughs> "Is he top five? Mm-hmm. He got Black him. Beaters. He got him. Curse Blades is top five. Woo. That's not going to save the, the Black Beast on Saturday. Did enough cardio to have that kind of definition. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to be domination. Uh, I know Derek Lewis has pulled the rabbit out of the hat uh, a bunch of times. He is not going to be able to even land something because Blades is going to take him down. Lewis might get up once. He might get up twice. He might get up three times. After that, he is going to be too tired and he is going to die of exhaustion. Yeah, that's what uh, usually happens in the late rounds with Derek Lewis. Against just, real fighters. He's too tired to get the finish. Against late real fight. fighters that are going to take him down and actually smother him like yep. fucking Blades is going to. Blades is going to put a hole in in Lewis's head. Uh, this is going to be all Blades. Uh, I know Lance is going to try to tell you that swanging and banging has a chance. Uh, it is heavyweights. There is a, a bee's dick uh, chance that, that he could land something, but I think the they say way, way more fight. common... What's yeah. that? That's what they say every fight. That's fine. He's got, he's got a he top five? chance. He he says, is he top five? That's all you need to know. Exactly. Like, really he top is. five? He is one hundred. Yeah, he's he is really top yeah, he's five. Real, what? Real top really? Five. Is he real? What? <laughs> Curtis Blades? Are you sitting? Nah, come on, Lance. <laughs> Come on, yeah. I like the stick. It's good. It, it, it <laughs> I, I deserve it. Bad, but he, he, he went off his his proven theory, and he is going to pay for it. Uh, this is going to be all blades. I think he gets a a third round stoppage. Uh, I'm kind of hoping he gets a sub, but it's probably going to be a TKO. I got blades with Aspinall for two units at minus one twenty eight. I got him with Rosa uh, for one unit plus one hundred four. I got him inside the distance at minus one fifty for two units, and I put him. Uh, by sub at plus 950 at 0.2 units. Even oh, though he's never go. even attempted a sub. You can't <laughs> sub the beast. You didn't even mind. That you, I mean, I, I like everything you said, but you might as well just uh, set that money on fire. Nothing matters. Like, you I ain't, mean, Cormier you ain't got, subbing. You're Cormier not, got that sub. It's still possible. He I might, he might tap do. from exhaustion. You never know. Um, Best third round, third round fighter of this generation. He, it's not gonna. He's gonna be on his back. Too bad he sucks in the round. fourth and fifth. Yeah, he's not gonna get that far. Blades got three rounds of cardio. We saw that. I'm not sure he gets that far either. Look, yeah, Sean's absolutely right here, and you're gonna um, bet on you're gonna bet against Derek Lewis again. Is he top is five. he top five? Absolutely. <laughs> Curtis Blades is is fucking Plain very and good, and the, this isn't just about Curtis. It, this is the matchup too, like. Derek Lewis cannot stop a takedown. This guy loves to take guys down and beat the shit out of them. He's not going to lay on top of Derek Lewis and just hold him with guard. Exactly. <laughs> he is Volkov. Curtis Blades takes guys down. He's going to lay the wood on this dude on the ground, dude. It, it's not going to be pretty. Look, Derek Lewis is getting kind of old too, man. He's 36 now. He's fucking not in great shape. That's young for a heavyweight, man. Come on. Not, not a guy that eats fucking like DC does now. Like, like, like <laughs> it ain't, but he's not 36 that the guy that took care of himself and shit like this dude is like not in great shape. It's like a truck. Yeah. Sean's right there. There's that chance. It's fucking Derek Lewis, but um, this is a different guy. Um, Blades is a, Blades is a very smart fighter too. He Unreal knows, chin too. 
he he knows he knows what he what he needs to do here and and he does he does that in every fight he he fights to his advantages and man he's got a massive advantage over Derek Lewis as far as wrestling goes and on the mat like Derek Lewis doesn't get up against guys like Olenek and shit like Olenek later around on that does well this isn't Olenek (laughs) this is Blades he's he's not gonna take his one arm and toss Curtis Blades off of him that's never ever gonna happen but Curtis Blades is going to put a beat down on him on the ground, and I think he gets him out there in the second or third round. Uh, I, I like Blades a lot here, so I like him inside the distance. I think that's around minus 160 now or something like that. So Blades inside the distance, and I'm going to look at uh, what the points handicap is to you when it comes out. Brad, you could say Black Beast is like a slower version of Glover Teixeira. Don't come on! Don't even Do put those guys in the same category. I mean, that is fucking blasphemy. Yeah, don't even put those guys. He takes the you, beat down, no, and then he eventually no, comes back. No, no, no! Now you took it too far to be smirch the name <laughs> of fucking man. garage weight champ. Banging and banging. You could no. say that, and but that would justify <laughs> Gina Carano's anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah this is not a good fight for Derek Lewis at all Uh, he's gonna get taken down very quickly he's I think the fact that he's so conservative on the ground is going to drag this fight out Uh, because he's gonna wait until like 30 seconds left in the round and then he's gonna scramble back up to his feet so it's not going to be a lot of him getting up and Blades taking him down and him getting up and him Blades taking him down. Blades is going to have like four or five takedowns in this fight. Uh, it, it depends if it goes to decision, which I think there's actually a little bit of a possibility it could. Um, or if Blades knock or if, uh, if Lewis actually gets up and knocks him out, which I don't think will happen because Blades has a great chin. So I like the over one and a half here. I, I like Blades here. I don't love Blades inside the distance. Um, I would probably take a shot at one of the, the later round props, the four or five, uh, instead of that. But, yeah, I, I think it's it's domination for however long it lasts, and I think it's going to be you know, more than 15 minutes, that's for sure. So I saw it earlier. We... Did did Brian Caraway finally go straight stalker and lose it? Yeah, he just oh, stole yes. some ATVs oh, yes. from Misha. I get it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we'll never get over that. You got to do what you got to do. No, you won't. Um, oh, man. Listen, go, don't take anything I'm going to say seriously. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Derek Lewis is in my group of fellas that I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet him no matter what. I'm going to bet Josh Koscheck comes back tomorrow and fight tomorrow <laughs> Usman. I'm taking Koss. I'm going to, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Koscheck. Um, yeah. Lewis Top. always has a chance. Always has a chance in fights. Every second. <laughs> if we see the Curtis blades that in his last fight, Derek Lewis has a shot against that guy. A guy who's gassing out guy. has nothing Completely left in the round four. Lewis isn't going to make him gas out like Volkov no. did. That's a lot of weight that Blade's going to have to move around. That, that's <laughs> no, a that's a water bed. That's a water gonna bed he's going to be able to lay on top of. Red. Smash you, on. You, you, nope. Mentioned, nope. you mentioned Lewis scrambling up at some point. Lewis doesn't exactly scramble. 
It's just like he's like, I'm gonna get up. <laughs> he's like, I'm I, I'm gonna get up now. He pulls up his shorts first and then just rolls over and not, gets up. Not against this. Lewis, I don't think he's gonna do that. Black Beast TKO is plus four seventy five. I'm gonna bet that all day. <laughs> there is a chance, a better than that chance. I think I think Lewis catches him. He catches guys off guard. He rolls guys into this false sense of security, and then he lands a punch. This guy might have some of the biggest power in the history of the UFC. He lands one punch. People go to sleep. I don't know. I don't think Blades is getting him out of there early. I, I don't. I just, I just don't think he's he's going to. And I think I think I think Derek Lewis has a better to a five to one chance to to land a shot on Blades, put him out of there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot here on on the Black Beast. He's gonna be swinging and banging. He's gonna get in there. He's gonna get taken yeah. down. Sean's right happen. too. Blade Blades has a hell of a chin too. I'm it's not. Chin. It's not like they. Blades is scared push. to get hit. He is scared to get punched in the face. We've Man, seen it Derek time Lewis and time again. Isn't even that big of a hitter. He, he gets most of his knockouts on the ground. He's gonna be he, on top of Blades. He you has see? murdered human beings with one punch. He has the yeah. So is every heavyweight. That's not that impressive. Most he, of his TK his knockouts are on the ground. Top. Here's he's not happen. Gonna he's never going to be on top of Curtis Blades. Never. He's gonna he's gonna drop him and get on top of him like he always does. That's what he's gonna do. So here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna lose about three and a half, four rounds. Probably a lot of ten eights in there. There's gonna be some ten eights. Uh, he's gonna be getting pounded. And then he's just gonna like he's gonna I'm gonna stand up. I gotta go. I gotta get to Texas. I gotta turn the power on. I got things to do. So he's gonna stand up. He's gonna knock him out with one punch. And then he's gonna go back to Texas and fix the power. So my boy Jeremy can have electricity. So chest. He can be swinging and banging. I'm taking a shot. I'm going. I'm going black beast here. I gotta stick to tradition. I have bet Derek Lewis in every fight of his career except when he fought Daniel Cormier. Um, <laughs> not, and I didn't bet the, the junior fight too. I, I love junior, even with my guys. Um, I think Blades. I, I think I think Blades is, is scared to scared to fight. I think every fight. I think He's every second on this beat is going to be a scared little bitch. Dude's fought the hog twice. He, yeah, and what happened? Lewis. What happened? What happens when he faces a power puncher? What Engano <laughs> can wrestle? Engano here. He has. Take on the fence of Francis Ngano versus Derek Lewis. I'll call that a tie. They both have oh none. Oh, my goodness. That's a tie. That's a tie. <laughs> and you know what? Versus a guy who's gone off the deep end, sir. Let's, let's look at the comparison. We got Francis Ngano. Let's look no at take this, down the only thing that matters. Yeah, Francis Ngano, no, no takedown defense. One punch power. Blades, huge wrestling advantage. Knocked out twice. Uh, in comes swagging and banging. He didn't get knocked out twice. It was a fucking cut stoppage, asshole. He didn't even drop him in that first fight. He would have been. Uh, Blades, you're getting to Sean. You're getting old. Getting old. He's swagging and banging into the new year. It's 2021. It's Derek Lewis season. We're going for the gold. Um, you know, Stipe better hopes he doesn't win against against Francis. Because <laughs> I tell you what, Stipe don't want none of this man. Uh, but that'll do it for this week. We appreciate you guys listening. We're 15 seconds over two hours, so I apologize for that. A lot of fights to cover, and we'll see you next week.